One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Luke's English Podcast. I hope you're doing well out there in podcast land. Kate Billington is back on the podcast today. Of course, you remember Kate from episodes number 689 and 705. If you heard those episodes, I'm sure that you will remember Kate. If you heard those episodes, I'm sure that you will remember Kate. And I know that a lot of you out there will be very happy that she is back again on the podcast. And yes, Kate's return to this show is long overdue. She was a very popular guest when she was on the show before. So it's great to have her back. Some of you don't know Kate. You're going, what? Kate who? Um, some of you don't know Kate because you haven't heard those episodes but there's no need for me to introduce her fully now in this introduction because I kind of do that again during the conversation. So you will get to, you'll kind of be able to get to know her again. Um, except I will say that Kate uh, is an English teacher from England and we both work together at the British Council. So we are colleagues. Uh, people sometimes ask if Kate has her own podcast or YouTube channel or something because they want to hear more from her. They want more Kate. Uh, or maybe they just want more cake because every time Kate, uh, uh, usually when Kate turns up, she brings cake. Anyway, people want to know if Kate has a podcast or a YouTube channel or something. Well, Kate is part of a team of teachers making content for the British Council's channel on TikTok. So Kate is on TikTok these days. You will see that the British Council are making uh, shorter videos, certainly shorter than, than mine, um, about things like British English idioms, culture, and other entertaining bits and pieces. So check it out at British Council English on TikTok. The link is on the page for this episode on my website. So what you are about to hear in this episode is another long and rambling conversation with a guest on my podcast. Hopefully you will stay engaged and entertained throughout while practicing your English listening in the process. All you have to do as you listen to this is keep up with the changes and the tangents and enjoy this conversational journey into things like how Kate helped me with the shelves in my pod room, how Kate doesn't agree with the way I arrange my books on those shelves, how it feels to be filmed by a camera while talking, and yes, there is a video version of this on YouTube. We talk about Kate's academic successes and failures, or maybe I should just say failure, because it seems there's only been one, and I'm still not sure it even really counts as a failure, but we talk about that stuff. We talk about the Chinese classes that Kate has been taking recently. Uh, there's quite a lot of stuff about Korea. Hello, Korean listeners. We talk about our blood types and what they mean, how we both feel about getting older, and we talk about how we feel about certain other English teaching video content that you might find on TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube. All that 
and much more starting right now. Um, are we recording? We're recording now. You, can I have a cup of tea, please? Yeah, you can. Okay. So we said before we started recording, well, I said, oh, I'm not sure that I should start recording right. now because then I'm going to make a cup of tea yeah. and then I'm going to go, whoa. And I said, is that what you normally do is that how when you, you make, make a cup of tea? Is that how you make tea? Whoa. But okay, well, uh, Kate Billington, welcome back onto the podcast. Hello. I'm going to make some tea in a second. Great. But first, I think we should probably start the video in the appropriate way, which is to say, you know, welcome back onto thank the podcast. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for having me. Yeah. This is this, this is, is the, the, f the first time I've been this third podcast. First time I've been in your fancy podcast room. Yeah. What do which you I like. What do you think? I like it. There, um, there are a lot of guitars and posters and whatnot, and that's enjoyable. Shelves. Um, yeah. Can shelves. I bring your attention to the um, shelves. Did you did you build the shelves the way that I suggested? Exactly. <gasps> Amazing. So I have to thank you for the shelves. Well, I didn't build them. You didn't I just build them. Suggested but you, how to build them? You told me how to do it. Yeah. I, we were at the, in the teachers' room at school. Yeah. And I, and not, as usual, I was kind of stressed out about shelves. But this time about shelves. <laughs> this time, yeah. And uh, oh God, I'm trying to like put up shelves in my in my new podcast room, and oh, it's, it's like yeah. the wall. You see that wall there is, is that. at an angle. Yeah. And I was trying to explain this to you, and you just said, "Well, just." use the rails just put shelves yeah. on rails and I said what and he said yeah you just put shelves on rails just go to Leroy Merlin the super the <laughs> that's super not market. how you're supposed to pronounce it I know but that's how, <laughs> that's I, pronounce how I like it. to pronounce it like it's well. a, a side character from the Harry Potter <laughs> universe oh yeah man right you, Leroy Merlin love it yeah um and uh, you know, just go down to Leroy Merlin or Le Roi Merlin as that's they nice say that. in France that was good pronunciation that. um and buy yourself some how do you describe these kinds of shelves uh, I mean, they're adjustable shelves, aren't they, with brackets. So they're like rails yeah. that you fix to the wall, and mm -hmm. then you get brackets that you um, fix in. And in French, they call them crémaillère, which is also the French word for a housewarming party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, But it's an abbreviation for pendaison de crémaillère, which means, like, hanging up the crémaillère. And it's actually not referring to this kind of crémaillère, like shelves. It's some kind of other... I think maybe it's like a, some kind of other like C cooking pot, no, or something. Oh, I thought it was like a storage unit. Oh, I've no idea. But anyway, okay. whatever. And then they have a French word for the opposite of a housewarming when you move out mm -hmm. and you have like a final party before you leave, and it's just the dépendance on the camaya, which is like the unhanging of the camaya. <laughs> okay. Okay. But which I like to call a house cooling, but house, we don't have house it. cooling. There yes. isn't a word for it in English. I'm just going to position um, the microphone slightly forward so that we can hear your lovely voice okay. um, in in all its glory. Should I just stay here? It's well, really we've we've talked about this already before we started recording, but it is unnerving to be on video, isn't it? We're we're videoing this one. So the last the the the, the other two times you were on the show, uh, we didn't video. Yeah. And yeah, it brings a whole other level of challenge and yeah. awkwardness when you can when you know that there's a a camera like a cold unblinking camera staring. Like that. I don't mean to make you uncomfortable. Does it make that face? <laughs> <laughs> In my brain, yeah, the camera's just like. This cold, un, un, unfeeling, unthinking uh, thing, you know, like in uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey, you know, HAL 9000 or whatever he's called. I, I do really like sci-fi, but I've not seen Space really? Odyssey. That's good. You must see that. All right. It's no very, sense. very good. There's a, there's a sort of evil supercomputer in it. With, oh, classic. With an unblinking red eye. Yeah. yeah. I mean, computers' eyes normally are unblinking. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Until they invent ones that blink like humans. 
so that we don't know. I think that also happens in sci-fi, doesn't it? Because I'm sure there must be clips in sci-fi films when you're seeing it from the alien, the robots, robots perspective, uh-huh. and then they blink. I bet I'm sure that's you been think? done. There's not that been done. That'd be quite unnerving. I know that there's there's scenes in RoboCop, although RoboCop's not completely a machine. He's like half man, half machine, all cop, which is the, the tagline of the film. Wow. Um, you see all Robo, cop. yeah, all cop. You see, it doesn't even mean anything. He's 100% cop. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. So he's got a full time contract at the police department. He's not like half to, he's like, oh, can you come and can you help us solve this murder? Sorry, it's my day off. No. Maybe he's just really into that climate change conference. It's called cop. cop. Yeah. <laughs> he's all about he's cop. He's all about cop. And every year he's really disappointed when inevitably the deal is not as good as it should be. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Every year. Very disappointing. Yeah, it is every year. I don't know. Um, Right, so. Go on. Yeah. The shelves. The shelves. I don't know how we ended up talking about Robocop. And, but anyway, in the, in the film, Robocop, sometimes you do see things from his oh, point of view. Oh, because we were view. talking about the camera. Yeah, you can see things I from also his... feel like we need to confess that I, when we came in, I was all like, I don't care, I can be filmed, I have no ego at all. And then um, saw my face and was like, it's too red. <laughs> you, have to, you have to do something. <laughs> and then we spent a, like an unreasonable amount of time changing the camera settings so that my face isn't too red and now people are going to comment it like your face is still a bit red though but yeah. it's winter so it's cold outside so my nose is just always red like yeah. rudolph which is useful i get it though too uh, yeah of course you do and uh i have had some, i had well one comment maybe i'm a bit too sensitive i only had one comment saying are you okay <laughs> i don't mean to be rude about that person who commented. That's totally fine. That's the fine. best type of comment. It's also, I really like it when like, you show up at work or something and people are like, oh, you look tired. Yeah, that's oh, great. Thanks. That's so nice, isn't I'm it? I'm so happy you told me. Mm. Yeah. Are you okay? Are, are you all right? Are you, uh, I thought you had a rash. I was like, no, no, I just can't. They said they thought you had a rash. No, just, just genuine, like, uh, just... Uh, what, like a face rash? A friendly level of concern. But um, I don't mean to make a big deal. That person might... F- feel feel mortified now we're making a big deal of it don't mean to make you feel bad it's too late it's fine it's too late it's too late we've done it now uh, what do you mean we uh, oh yeah me (laughs) thank you (laughs) okay uh yeah 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 um so yeah we've been playing with the camera settings um it's hard to get the camera settings right but listeners if if the if the video looks like extra green um that's because Because i because my face was too red that's why yeah yeah. Exactly. So if you like, is Luke okay? He seems very green. <laughs> <laughs> is but Kate, Kate okay? doesn't look too red today. <laughs> um, so and yeah, yes. also, yeah, yeah. Oh, Go sorry. On. While we're on the subject of cameras, mm-hmm. oh, I need to apologise because I haven't brought you. I haven't brought you anything to eat. That's fine. Normally, I bring. Normally, there's been two so far, but both times I've brought like tasty food. Yeah. And then I was on my way here today, and I was like. This is, we're going to be on camera and I've not brought like a beautiful cupcake or something or even, you know, one each. Um, And I just feel like, firstly, people will probably think I was lying when I said that I always brought lovely cake to things because I clearly haven't. Um, And also the the, the opportunity we have to to show people the lovely cake is gone, isn't it? Yeah, you could have you could have shown the world I could have done. a lovely cake. No, it's fine. Don't worry. I mean, obviously, I would have been delighted to, to have had cake. You have to invite me back a third, a fourth time. A fourth time, yeah. <laughs> and then we have that maths lesson you've been meaning to give me. Oh yeah, the maths lesson. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four uh, is generally not the one, two, four, three. No, it's tough. 
Um, Go on. Uh, but yeah, no, don't worry. You don't have to bring cake. That's all right. I know. I know. I just feel like I let myself down. It's all right. It's it's okay. okay. All right. You're forgiven. Yeah, so the shelves. Right. So the shelves, yeah. I just wanted to say, so you recommended that I put the shelves up in this particular way. I did. And you solved the problem for me because I was scratching my head. Like, none of the walls are all straight. And instead, I just used your method, which was to use these two rails and you would clip the shelves into the rails. Yeah. And I'm very happy with the results. So, you know, thank you for... for telling me how to do it you're welcome mm. I'm, I'm really glad that you that you took my advice it went really well should we talk about the other aspect of your shelves which is how your books are organized by color if you like go and ahead that concerns me you, you you instantly noticed that when you came in well, you're like your books are all arranged by color so, oh oh this is the point of video, so, so remember it? most of the people are actually just listening to this okay so oh. we shouldn't make them feel alienated by referring to visual things so too if we much. if yeah okay. too much we, we can refer to visual okay. things we just need to explain exactly i mean what yeah it is. okay good so uh, so luke's bookshelves luke's books on his shelves are organized by color um which um is fine um it clearly proves that he is not okay for the person who asked if he was okay the answer is no not because of the color of his face whether it's too green or too red but um because of the way he's organized his books i personally have strong opinions on this what's wrong with, with organized so but in terms of the way i've organized them by color did you look nice there, there's the, the top row is all mainly black books second row white books and then the, the sort of next three rows it's in a sort of a rainbow color going from a dark blue through mm -hmm. to a sort of reddish purple mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. what's wrong with that then because what's wrong with it for me is that when you want to find a book you've got to know what color it is Mm. Whereas <laughs> in my house, the books are arranged alphabetically by author, yeah. and then that's subdivided into categories. Um, like I've got, you know, an autobiography section and an angry feminist section. <laughs> okay. And, you know, the normal yeah, sections yeah. French, English, other languages, mm -hmm. etc. Mm -hmm. And. Um, that yeah that means if i need to find a book i can find it so for example just now we saw that you had a book by Stuart lee and i asked how it was and you said you haven't read it but you've read his first one but his first one was not conveniently located next to it because it's a different color yeah no 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 that's not the reason okay, the, the, the first one is in, in a different, it's in, <laughs> it's a different it's in a different country it's in a different country it's in london yeah that book but even if it were in this room yeah We'd then have to scour the shelves for the other Stuart True, Lee True, like Stuart Lee, Stuart Lee, Stuart Lee, uh, what colour was it? Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that just shows the reason I've done that is not for my own, um, what's the adverb for reading? Readingly, readingly, <laughs> that's a noun. I don't know. <laughs> it's not but a noun. It's anyway, not a real word. It's not for my own uh, library browsing purposes. It right. was just to make it look nice. Just aesthetics. Just for, it's for the for the video, really. I suppose because mm. you, you know you want to have a nice background uh, for uh, for your YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So maybe I should maybe I should mix it up a bit now. Maybe I should go for alphabetical order. But the problem is that some of these shelves are uh, have more space in them than others. But that's some the of entire my... point of the movable shelves. Yeah. Okay. But I'm gonna have to rejig the shelves. Some of the books are bigger than other books. You see, so it's gonna confuse me if I have to arrange them alphabetically when some books won't fit. Like this one is, you know, R written by someone. You know, Stuart Lee, the L needs to go here but the book doesn't fit in the you know 
So just I'll just do them my colour and see. I, th- I thought it. my feelings about this were too strong, and actually, <laughs> it's become abundantly clear that in fact your feelings about it are too strong. Apparently, yes. <laughs> um, I just I have I have strong feelings about the way books are arranged. Once I um, went on one date with this guy, and um, then I went to his house like at another point, um, kind of by chance, and um, all of his books were arranged so some of them were facing out, like it was a bookshop. Okay, so he's um, got the books, he's got the books. spines of the books showing, yeah. and then every now and then there's one that's facing, facing out. out. So you yeah. can see the front cover of it. Like and a bookshop, they're advertising yeah, those books. Yeah, I found that alarming. Yeah. And also, because he knew that I was going to visit, and um, all of the books that were facing out were the books on feminism. Oh. And I was like, ah, oh, this is... What, explore the psychology of that. Yeah. What, what was he do doing? You, do you do it all the time to try and look like a feminist? Mm. Or did you do it because you knew I was going to be there? Uh-huh. And you and you wanted me to regret not going on a second date with you. Uh, Either way, it's not okay, is it? Well, well yeah. So is there one that's more or I less can't acceptable? I that, can't that he would always have the feminist books on display to go. Hey, everybody who comes to my place, I'm a feminist yeah. too. Okay, girls. Yeah. Or is it just for you? In which case, what's he like normally? Yeah, they're both bad, aren't they? Mm. But can a guy not be proud of his? feminist book reading habits I think if you're proud of it you're just doing it for show aren't you because mm, otherwise you don't need to tell yourself no. if you're just doing it for yourself yeah it's a bit odd to be making a big statement yourself. about it yeah. just read the books and just absorb the information and then just carry on you don't need to be like yeah. broadcasting it flagging it up all the time yeah exactly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's a bit like if I were dating a person of colour and I put all of the books by non-white authors on my shelves where I turn them all around. And you photocopied pictures <laughs> of the authors and, and, and blue-tacked them, stuck them to the front of the books. Just in case it wasn't clear. <laughs> it would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, that would be definitely weird, yeah. I felt like it was a bit like that. Okay. Did you, did you continue to go out with him? I know I wasn't going out with him. We went on, oh, we went on, we went like, on dates. one date okay. and then I happened to be at his house at another time. I see. I see. Just kind of circumstantially. Right, I see. And so, and he, yeah, so you, th- maybe the psychology you were thinking, uh, you did that just to show me, just to kind of what, make... Show me what I was missing. To show you what you, ah, yeah, you were missing a guy who likes to display the fact he reads <laughs> feminist books. Damn, yeah. that's what I've been looking for all this time. <laughs> but maybe he doesn't even read them, maybe he just owns them. Yeah, perhaps. It's also possible, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not going to ask. It's complicated. Let it go. Yeah, just let it go. As I clearly have not done. No. Well, you know, (laughs) but there's letting things go and then there's just remembering things. That's That's okay. You're allowed to just remember stuff that's happened. Yeah, you are. doesn't mean that you're holding on to it for some some reason. Shall I do the Kate Billington fact file? Oh, I love this. this Yeah, go on. I mean, we're we're already 10, 15 minutes into the conversation, but um, just to remind people. Okay, shall I read this or do you want to read it um, to me? I'll I'll read it. You can kind of uh, confirm or deny, I suppose, or just react. Go on. So Have this, you listened back to our episodes um, to remind yourself? Uh, we do work together. I, I, I looked through uh, one of the um, page episode pages to remember oh. that you were from Dorset. Ah, oh, yeah. But the rest Good. of it, and also the name of your degree. Oh, right, okay. Um, or what exactly what you got. I, need, I know you did incredibly well, like sort of, like much too well. You got like Too a, well to be in this job. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> um Anyway, so Kate is back on the podcast, listeners. Yes, this does sound like the introduction again, but that's just the way it goes on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, third appearance, yeah, yeah, third time. What's um 
<laughs> Sorry, Go I'm on. not letting you finish anything. So, it's okay. Okay. Um, who has been on the podcast the most times, and I, what is the number of times? Other I, than you. I think that probably my brother, James. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know how many times he's been on the show, but it's a lot. I think I counted something like between 50 and 60 <sighs> episodes. How many have lot. you done? 800 and something. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, uh, still quite so a good yeah, number. 8% or something like that. Yeah, yeah. oh, maths. <laughs> Is that 8% listeners? Oh, I was guessing. Come What's on. Well, if it's well, 800 divided by 60. Well, 80 would be 10%, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. if we sound about 60. Yeah, I think you're probably you you're you you yeah, that's about 80. Uh, what did you say? 8 75%. 8%. 7.5%. Seven, yeah. Okay. That's not bad, but it's the you know, it's in terms of the pie chart, he's yeah. got the largest portion. Yeah. And then um and then Amber and Paul, my friends. Yes. They're probably up there, maybe vying for the top spot with James. Okay. Are they always on together or separately? They have been on separately too. Mm. They are on separately sometimes. Okay. But the the the, the best combo is when the three of us uh, are together. All oh, right. It's somehow uh, that's just a good dynamic. Okay. Yeah, that works quite well. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, my my dad's been on quite a lot. My mum mm. uh, a few times. Uh, who else? I'm probably thinking there's probably lots of people now who are like, me, I've been yeah. on lots of times as well. I, all I've done here is put a cat among the pigeons. You've thrown a cat among the pigeons. <laughs> which is a nice idiom, <laughs> listeners, to throw to put a cat amongst the pigeons. You're not throw, you don't throw <laughs> I think you throw it. You're not throwing a cat. I'm not very good at, with cats. What do we do? How do we put, what does that mean to put Just, a cat? I think you could also set a cat among the pigeons. Could you say that? I think it's put a cat among, I think it's put. among or amongst. Either. Among, okay. I would say among. Among the pigeons. I don't know what the difference is between among and amongst. I think they're the same. I'm okay. going to go out, I'm going to go out use my limb. 20 years of teaching experience and just say, same. Yeah. We could check that. But that's a whole other tangent. Among and amongst, um, amongst, uh, um, uh, uh, put a cat amongst the pigeons, put I a cat among could. the pigeons. I think they're both okay. I but, think the expression is among. Yeah. But grammatically you could say either. Amongst. But yeah. let's say among, because okay. amongst, it sounds a bit sort of... The more you say it, the weirder that word is. It sounds a bit it? ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit old fashioned, maybe. Yeah. So to put a cat among the pigeons is to um, introduce something into a situation that makes it all sort of go out of control a little bit. Like you saying, Often... can I have a cup of tea? And me going, oh, God, a cup of tea. <laughs> How can I possibly... The, the first point at which I asked for a cup of tea, a cup of tea, I can't even say it anymore, was when I saw you at work this morning. Which is now yeah. about three hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I should have had time to prepare. <laughs> look, 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 look. Let me get that sorted. But I was going to do the cake. Do you make tea in here? Yeah. Cool. Where's your kettle? The kettle is down here. Oh, this is great, isn't it? You know, it's a whole little setup. People kinda... live in rooms this size in Paris. They you know? do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They it's certainly mad. do. It's crazy. Um, and uh, I mean, technically, uh, we couldn't rent this out. Right. Can anyone actually hear me? Uh, we couldn't rent this room out if we wanted to, like, you know, just if we decided to rent it out to, like, a student or something. You're not allowed to because it's less than nine metres squared. Right. So technically nine metres squared is the limit. Anything less than that, you're not allowed to rent it out, mm -hmm. uh, which is fine because don't, we don't want to. No. We want to use it for this. Yeah. Having funny conversations with people like you. <laughs> Tea-demanding visitors. Tea-demanding visitors. So that's, that's a... I've, have I put enough water in that kettle? Oh, you see what I mean? It's ah! like he's never made tea before. And the number of, number of cups of tea I've made. 
very I know you've made me multiple cups of tea the last time I did this there were many cups of tea it was great uh, in that tin there that yeah. says make, make us, us a brew. brew there are tea bags great thank you very much You're Mr welcome. Scruff yeah I'm familiar <laughs> that was a very good catch actually well done quite a good sound effect as well yeah. Doing. that was the top of the, the, the tin coming off yeah Mr Scruff the DJ for a while made tea as well um, English breakfast tea bags and the, the box is my brother bought me this and this is Mr. Scruff tea. But this is just what I use to keep my tea in. That is, uh, that's Yorkshire it's gold. It's Yorkshire. I was going to say, yeah. it looks like Yorkshire. It's Yorkshire gold. Don't okay. worry. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> Are you doing some kind of pro product placement for Mr. Scruff? Uh, no, but I just like Mr. Scruff. And this is kind of, you know, I like this tin. And yeah. so, you know, I thought it'd explain. It's a nice tin. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I like it. Um, so there it's, we go. It sums up my feelings accurately right now. Make us a brew. Yeah. Make me a cup of tea now. That's, that's I've said that too many times. You told today. me three hours ago. You said, <laughs> "Will there be tea?" You said to me. I saw you in the teachers' room. Yeah. And uh, we were just sort of like talking about how to get into the building and stuff like that. And you yeah. said, "Will there be tea?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be tea." And I'm still unprepared somehow, even though you told me ages ago. That kettle is on, so that's boiling. It's going to start boiling. Okay. So uh, I was going to say the last time you were on the show yeah. was yeah uh, about two years ago. Right, it was this time of year, yeah. because I remember arriving at your old house, and I was so cold that I had to sit on my feet for the whole, because I'd cycled there, and my feet yeah. got really cold, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. remember sitting on like a, like a wooden chair, which is not really the right kind of chair on which to sit on your feet to warm up. No. That's like a sofa move, mm. you know? But yeah, um, yeah I sat, sat on this like wooden chair. It was like a wooden stool. Was that your daughter's chair? Was it? it was really small. Have I imagined this bit? <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't sit on your feet on one of my daughter's little chairs. Okay. I think it was just one of the like the normal kitchen chairs. All that right, we have. in that case, I've added some unnecessary the, are, are trauma. You, are, you, are you warm enough? Are you comfortable? I am warm, are you warm enough. enough? I yeah. took my jumper off. I was too warm. Okay, because I've got the heater on as well. But you no, know, just fine. let me know. Um, two yeah, I years ago, being really cold. It was, so it was like yeah. uh, February or and January. We, we talked about Lunar New Year yes, as well. We did, and and stuff like that. So, but it's it's been far too long, like two years, um, yeah. and that's that's my fault because I haven't sort of taken initiative to ask you to come back but that's kind of because I feel like um, if I ask you to come on this show I feel like I'm asking you to do me a favour by coming on yeah, the show are. yeah exactly so <laughs> so I'm like oh, I'd, I'd like Kate to come back on but like, oh, I just feel like I can't just ask her to hey come and do a thing for me I like I like it it's it is fun and also, I mean, this time, as we've established, I'm going to talk to you about this new project thing that I've yeah. told you I'm going to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. So that I, I see that as free advertising. Go ahead, yeah, for yeah, us. yeah. But we'll do we'll do that later. Okay, I need to finish this yeah, just go in on. case anyone is still listening or watching. Yeah, uh, you, anyone cares. And, and you don't know who Kate is. Kate is from England. Yeah. English. Yeah, and Irish. And Irish. I've oh, got really? Irish nationality. Oh, really? You couldn't yeah. tell. <laughs> With the green sweater and the sort of reddish and hair. And the reddish hair. Yeah. 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 You've got Irish heritage. Yes. On, like your dad's side? Um, on side? both sides, but um, I used my mum's parents to get Irish. You've got an Irish passport, have Irish you? Passport wow. Nice. To avoid the consequences of Brexit. Yeah. Which is a massive luxury, obviously. And yeah, really really nice um, and my grandparents were lovely people but this is probably the best gift they've given me of all of the wonderful gifts they gave me when yeah. they were still around yeah. um, yes very good yeah. I've brought, my next item is not posh but, but you sound a bit posh I do 
I get told I'm posh a lot. Do people just tell you that you're posh? <laughs> yeah. You're I, posh! I, exactly, I'm just walking down the street, you know. No, I just get the comments, you know, from my voice. And I think we've talked about this before. I think I make my voice more posh when I'm teaching because it, it does make your voice kind of... It makes it easier to hear the different sounds between words, for ex- the, the spaces between words, because people who have posh accents probably use fewer contractions as they speak yeah and and also because it just sort of conforms to that sort of standard english accent that most people in the world are familiar with yeah right yeah um and you know when you get regional accents which are wonderful we love them Mm. that learners of english are less familiar with them so they're Mm. like oh i don't understand what's this yeah um so naturally even without realizing we probably accommodate our accents slightly yeah so that a lot of educational environment yeah yes But yeah, also I just have a posh voice because I'm from the south of England. Yeah, but you're not—you don't have that sort of Dorset. I don't thing. have that Dorset voice. No, um, I think actually when I was growing up, most people didn't have this voice mm. um, because you would only have this voice if you was actually like a farmer, and most of my friends was not. No, most no. of them. Most of them was not. Some of them. Some were. of them was. Um, this is not correct grammar, by the way. Some of them. Some of them was. Was. Um, but but I can't really do it that well actually. Um, it's a bit yeah, it's a bit of a West Country accent. Yeah. The Dorset accent. Yeah. A bit like Bristol and Devon. Cornwall's quite different, but it's got that it's got elements of that to it. Okay. Yeah. Very good. But no, I don't really have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, just again re-establishing things that um, tea. we established before. Here comes the tea. Tea's being made if people are curious I'm about the tea. Pouring boiling hot water. Really near a lot of electronic equipment. Very close to some electronic equipment. Here we go. Thank you very much, Kate. Um, You can have that mug. This one? Yeah, can I suggest that you drink it with your left hand? (laughs) There's two reasons for that. Right, go on. Reason number one is that you can show off the logo on the front of the mug to the video viewers. What is the logo, Just to Luke? remind them that uh, Luke's English Podcast mugs and merchandise are available. Can you, sorry, before you put the kettle down, Yeah. can, you, can we just show it on the video? Because I didn't realise you were making tea you with a kettle from the 1960s. Ta-da, there it is. It's a bottom kettle. Some people are going to be shocked by how ugly they think that is. I quite like it. It's got a certain style. It's it's kind of made of it's made of plastic, and it does look like it's from the from the sixties. Yeah, yeah. When, when everything was made of plastic because it was new. When plastic like, was new, plastic was kind of a new thing, though. I don't know when that, plastic was invented. I'll, I don't I'll know trust either. You on but that. I think that a lot of stuff in the sixties was made of plastic. Is it so baker like? I, I I don't know honestly. I don't know, uh, but. Um, uh, I showed this uh, kettle to my wife, yeah, uh, and uh, I said, "Oh, we can," because she was talking about getting a new kettle in our flat. And I said, "We can use the one I've got in the office if you want." She's like, "No, no." She thinks it's so ugly. Maybe she's right. I think she, yeah, I do kind of see her point. Yeah, I should get an, a, a metal one or something. No, if it works, it works. It out. Yeah. I just really enjoyed it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. As they say. Yeah, that also was bad grammar, but that's the that's the phrase. It's, that it's kind say. of a fixed expression, even if it is bad grammar. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Off goes the heater. <gasps> Decisive. Yeah. Right. Just pam, pull the pull the heat the plug out, um, and uh, I don't know if you can hear the difference to the sound because there was the sound of a heater in the background, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "No, we don't care. No. Don't worry about it." Um, so the fact file. Uh, next thing, teacher. Yeah. Uh, we both work at the British Council. We you do. Teach- you know that hasn't changed because we were doing that about three hours ago. Yeah, we talked. We've already. Unless, unless one of us has quit since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, Not me. 
Delta. Oh yeah, Delta. Do yeah. people know or care what Delta is? Um, uh, they probably don't know, and after we explain it, they probably won't care. Okay. You know, but go ahead and explain it anyway. The Delta is a postgrad diploma in teaching English as a foreign language, which means it's about the same level as a master's qualification. Um, so yeah, it's a master's in teaching English as a foreign language. Did you finish the Delta? Yeah. Uh, fairly recently? Yes. Mark? Finished it in the summer. There were three modules, and I got distinctions in two of them. Of course. <laughs> And a pass in the other one. Oh, no, um, that must hurt. Does that burn? <laughs> no, I'm actually quite pleased because um, I thought I might get a merit and I really hate merits. So I would rather have a pass or a distinction. If I'd got a distinction, obviously I would be very happy and surprised because that was the module that I knew was going badly and thought I might not pass. Mm-hmm. So it goes distinction is the top uh, yes. you can get. Distinction, then merit, yes. then pass and yes. then Fail. fail. Uh, Which you have you to say in that voice. Fail. Fail. Um, you hate merit. I don't want a merit. Why? Because merit, to me, what a merit means is, mm-hmm. this is people are going to hate this. Um, do you want me to pass you the milk? Yeah. But and a, a spoon? Got to take the tea bags out first. Yeah, so fish, a spoon. Fish out. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a fork here. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Do you have a fork? Yeah, go on then. Okay. And I need the bin, which is over here. A plant pot. I feel like I've caused way more complication. Than I told you. Ah, I told yeah, you. Yeah, you were right. Anyway, well. you were saying you don't like merits. I don't like merits because I feel like what a merit means is you did more work than you needed to to get a pass, but you didn't do enough work to get a distinction. Mm-hmm. Which is an extremely negative way. Yeah. Surely <laughs> getting a merit just means, well done, you did well. Oh, I know. That's what a merit means to me. Uh, Oh, why am I putting the fork in the bin? I told you, see, I can't... I upset you again. I can't... At first I upset you by insulting the way your books are organised. Now I upset you by saying I don't like merits. How many merits have you had in your life? Oh, not enough. Too many? No, not enough. None? No. Uh, Tell me when on the milk. Um, just keep... No, more. 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 Stop. Thank you. Yeah, I quite like like a lot of milk in the tea. I I really hope that my listeners are able to follow this and keep up with all this. I really do. Did you hear the sound of the um, milk being put back on the table there? Yeah, listeners, you might have heard the sound of the milk being plonked back on the table. Sorry, it wasn't plonked. It was placed carefully. Placed. (laughs) Delicately placed. With my ladylike hands. Um, But because Kate's microphone is clamped to the... The, the, the Kate's microphone is a bit noisy and all you need to do is touch it and it's or put milk on the table or put milk on a table or do anything like oh my god that is <laughs> right? so loud but you see we say that but maybe I've, I might have been able to fix that in post-production we can't now because no, then the now, entire conversation will be really weird yeah yeah exactly you're not allowed to fix that bit I hope that everyone can keep up with what we're saying I really do is it worth it um, yes of course it is it's always worth it oh okay yeah um, so Delta yeah, yeah distinction distinction merit and and you felt bad about the merit no you I didn't get a merit I got, oh, you got a pass, pass. Oh, yeah, I which pleased. is which great great okay yeah I suppose the merit is that thing where it's like you can't like the silver medal you know of, of all yeah. the losers you yeah. come first of that group you know, that kind of that yeah. kind of thing. I think I'd rather get gold or not place at all. Right. Okay. Have you ever failed like spectacularly? Um I failed um I failed an exam once. I failed my grade four bassoon exam. <laughs> <laughs> you failed your grade four bassoon exam. The fact that you got to grade four in bassoon means that that's not a failure. <laughs> the bassoon. 
of all the instruments. What's the bassoon? It's like a very tall woodwind instrument. It's a double reeded instrument, which means it's um, closest relative, not that that, that, that's like a real family, but anyway, uh, is the oboe, um, which is also double reeded, but it's much smaller and more manageable. Um, And yes, the the bassoon is like a giant oboe with um, a sort of pipe coming off it and the reed um, attaches to the pipe and you blow into that. Big thing like this. Huge. The pipe comes down, it's got a curve in it. Yeah, it's got a curve. And then you blow into that and you you, you play... Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Spanish word for bassoon Go on. is faggot. Oh, okay. Which is in English is an insult. Yes, it's a, a very rude insult. Homophobic. It's a homophobic slur. insult. Yeah. It's also a type of food, confusingly. In France. In France it is. But I mean, also in sort of older English. Really? I think so. Isn't it sort of like a almost like a meatball? Yes, I suppose so. That's what it is in France. Is it? it? I don't well know. In, in France it's like uh, I'm not sure. You're the you're the the food person. Uh, I'm failing here, aren't I? Uh, but I anyway, it's not really that important. But you no. can find every now and then you go into a boulangerie in Paris, and um, you see the different types of food with the little um, price tags on yeah. the counter. Yeah. And then every now and then there's one that says faggot, and. You know, uh, in a boulangerie. Yeah, I've seen that in a boulangerie. Some boulangeries that sell savoury, um, oh. like um, oh, like they sell like a lunch dish. Savoury breads. You get like a like a kind of a sausage roll or something okay. like that. Okay. Um, anyway, so the Spanish for bassoon is is it's a homophobic slur it's in a her- English. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's a that's a that's a tricky little false friend, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is a false friend. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, a bad false friend. But you, so, if there are any Spanish bassoon players out there, make sure you've learned the word for bassoon, or you're going to accidentally say something very offensive. I play a faggot. And yeah. Like, well, uh, it's not. Yeah. It not, it's, be, it's not okay. Could be tricky. Um, so you failed your grade four bassoon exam. Yeah. When I was about twelve. When you were about twelve. Yeah. Okay. And then I had to. I retook it. I mean, why? I don't know. Because I, I wasn't very good at the bassoon. I didn't like it. When I started, it was taller than me. Mm-hmm. And I had to carry it to school. And you had to, yeah. Blow. I had to walk to school carrying it. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's really heavy. Why, why did you choose to play the, or did you choose to play the bassoon? I sort of semi-chose. I already played the piano. And my piano teacher said so that when I started middle school, you could take up a new instrument. And I wanted to play the trumpet. And then my piano teacher was like, oh, you should play the bassoon because you'll always be able to get a part in an orchestra. And I was like, I didn't... exactly what you want. I didn't realise until much later. That's obviously because nobody else wants to play the bassoon. Yeah. So, of course, you always get a part in an orchestra. <laughs> and I just... I mean, and obviously she meant like the high school orchestra. She didn't mean like a professional orchestra because I definitely was never that good. Um, but, yes, I, I decided to play the bassoon. And I wish I played the trumpet. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Why? Because I that was what I wanted to play to begin with. Also, not very many people learnt the trumpet. So I think I probably would have got a part in an orchestra if I'd wanted to. Plus, with the trumpet, there's crossover potential into other musical genres. Yeah, yeah. Such as? The trombone. No, oh, I mean, genre, not, sorry, not genres. instruments, genres. You can right. switch from playing classical music, and if you decide, if you became all groovy and hip, you could become a jazz uh, trumpet player. Jazz bassoon does exist. I'm sure it does, yeah. It's not taken off, though, has it? No, but I there's still like time, now, Kate. There's still time. I know you're still waiting for your big moment. Take my grade four your again. Your big moment is coming. It's like, what is Kate Billington going to do? She can do this. She can do that. She's obviously very clever. Uh, you know, we're all waiting to see what she's going to do. Bassoon, jazz. Jazz bassoon. Jazz that, bassoon. The bassoon jazz album 
hasn't been made yet. There's a gap there. There's a window. For Someone's you. done that. Maybe, I'm sure but they haven't done, done it well enough. I feel like I'm really denigrating the bassoon here as well. It's actually quite a cool instrument. I just yeah. started learning it at the wrong... I was nine. I mean, it was just the wrong time to start learning it. And I... I yeah, I regret that. You, I don't regret it strongly. It's not like I think right. about it every day. I was I was nine. I'm 32 now. It's yeah, quite a long time ago. It's okay. Um, yeah. But you failed the... Sorry to remind you, but you failed the, 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 the four I think about grade, it every day. You failed the grade four uh, bassoon exam yeah. and then you retook it. I think I took it again a year later. And you passed? I assume so. You got I a distinction, barely remember. <laughs> I definitely never got a distinction in a grade four, in a bassoon exam, any bassoon exam. No. Okay. By the way, there is some cake there. There's, there's uh, yeah. some, cake that some, some cake that I had for lunch from the... Half-eaten cake. Yeah, from the from the vegan shop. So if you do have a... Are hang- you vegan? No. Oh, okay. But I just, you know, that doesn't stop me no, no, from no, not I, eating meat. I was like making a mental note for the next time I come. I was yeah. going to make you vegan cake for the I'm, next time I come. I'm not vegan, but, you know... I'm, I'm a big f- vegan cake I'm fan. I'm fine with that because cool. it's still food, isn't it? You know, I can still eat it, so... Yeah, you know, it's, it is. And it's yeah. good. It's I like tasty. vegan food. Yeah. Well, obviously not all of it, but I don't like all meat either, so... Yeah. But anyway, there's some cake there if you'd like to, you know. Thanks. Um, I will, yeah. Are you, so you've eaten half the cake. Can I move it closer? Do you think it'll make a bang on go the ahead, microphone? Go ahead, go ahead. There's that fork there. I oh, thanks. Not, I did not use, so if you want to um, have some cake. Although, actually, that's not good po- uh, podcast uh, etiquette, is it, to eat? Um, we've, we've dealt with this. We're covering the same ground as before. We should probably, I should probably move things on to yeah, different subjects. Yeah, two years, mate. We talked about eating on the podcast before and all these other things, but still, you know, just bringing everyone back You're to speed. the one who wanted to do this. Bring every, everyone back to speed. There's method to the madness. There is, I, I promise. Um, funny. Uh, you do stand-up comedian. Excuse me? You do a stand-up comedian. I forgot how to speak English. I do English teachers. Last time it was you who, who forgot. Boom. Kate Sorry. hit the microphone. Uh, that wasn't an aeroplane crashing nearby, <laughs> listeners. That was Kate bumping the microphone. Um uh, that's just these noisy microphones. So, um, yeah, last time it was you who couldn't speak English. Remember you said you baked what did I cakes. Say? No, not baked. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Damn, what did you maked, say? Maked. maked. I said maked. You said you maked cakes. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we're only we're all human. Anyway, you're not... I'm a stand-up comedian. Not you do stand-up comedian, but you do you stand-up, stand-up comedy. comedy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. Languages, French and Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, it's fluent. Yeah, but I've started taking Chinese lessons recently. To kind of... Maintain. Well, more to like get back what I forgot. <laughs> now who's hitting the microphone? Yeah, I just whacked my cup of tea into the microphone. You think you'd be used to it? Last time I did this, last time I made a cup of tea on the podcast, uh, I was with Amber and Paul, right? And I found myself talking into the tea and trying <laughs> to drink the, the mic and trying to drink the microphone. So you know, I do get confused. That's like when you've got a computer with a mouse, you know, and your phone's next to the mouse, and you move your phone around thinking it's the mouse. Why isn't this working? Like, I mean, like, I need to call. Broken. I need to call tech support. You pick up the mouse yeah i've done that okay <laughs> multiple times so you've started taking chinese lessons again mm-hmm. um but you were already really good at chinese um mm. so yeah while i'll uh, shall i keep talking while you chew the cake mm-hmm. <laughs> you were already very good at chinese but i, I guess you're ready now yeah. okay go <laughs> um so my chinese i would say was very rusty it was it was good at one point when i lived in china which was um during my master's I've lived in China twice, but the second time was when it got better, uh, was when it was at its best, probably. And then I just didn't really use it after that. So that was 2013, 14. Mm-hmm. 
and then I just um, I didn't use it much. I, I did like some bits and pieces here here and there with Chinese, but not enough. And for a while, I've just been thinking I've been kind of losing it, and it's a bit stupid to lose a language. But it's not like it's not like some other languages that are quite easy to maintain because they're just there. Like if you're maintaining your English, mm-hmm. you just obviously it depends where you live. But a lot of films are made in English, a lot of series, a lot of music, and there's a lot of that in Chinese as well. But you have to really go looking for it. Whereas I think in English. It's really whatever country you live in, English culture is going to arrive and it's going to mm-hmm. be there around yeah. you. Whereas Chinese language things, they just don't really become a big part of popular culture in, say, France, where we live or in England. So mm-hmm. you've got to make an effort to look mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't doing that enough because I'm not very good at motivating myself. Um, so I decided to take classes. So, yes, I started classes this year. And uh, what have you been doing in those classes? The classes, oh, see, now I'm, now this is, this is going to be on the internet. Mm-hmm. People can hear it. <laughs> yeah, so you've got to di- be diplomatic here about your yeah. classes. I don't love the classes. Uh-huh. But I, you do like your teacher, though, I suppose. She seems like a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She is a nice person. Yeah. Um, but? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think the teaching is, the, I don't think the methods are really um, what you need Delta qualified date Delta qualified Kate Billington reviews Chinese teacher in <laughs> um, in podcast shock. <laughs> She's very nice, but we don't really we don't really talk ever. Uh, there's not enough conversation and speaking time. No. Okay. We don't really do we don't really do very much. It's two hours. Okay. So it's what lots of sort of pronunciation drills. No, right? we mostly just listen to her while she talks. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, lots of teacher talking time. Lots of teacher talking time. TTT. 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 Not that kind <laughs> of TTT though. The wrong kind of TTT. Yeah, and it's to me to be honest, I don't mind too much because I feel like my Chinese is so rusty that having somebody just talk at me in Chinese for two hours is a valid use of my time. Right. But I think. Some some other people in the class are quite frustrated about it, um, and sometimes she switches into French, which obviously is quite annoying. Um, again, less annoying for me because French is my second language. So I'm like, well, this is oh, I guess this learn is a bit of French, French practice. Why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not great. But um, she started to get us to do presentations now. Okay. So that's better. I did my presentation last week, um, and the theme for presentations, this is, um, yeah, it hasn't been a big hit, but the theme is um, my dream. You have to do a presentation about What, like the dream you had last night? <laughs> I mean, that would actually be a really funny way so of doing it. I was in a corridor, I was walking along, and I kept going through these doors, but every time I went through the door, I was in the same corridor again. <laughs> and then, like, and then one of my friends from school was there, but um, I couldn't see her face. And, and then suddenly great... she became... Emmanuel Macron, and then yeah, yeah, that's yeah, okay, not that kind of dream. That that would be. If a you weird... were to say all that in Chinese, that would be quite a good practice for your Chinese. True, but it, um, it's not that compelling for everyone else. Potentially, no, I hate Although, hearing about people's dreams. No, I love hearing about people's do dreams. Do you? Yeah, I really do. Genuinely, I think dreams are fascinating. But anyway, no. let's 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 hold the line here yeah. and continue with the Chinese lesson. So, thing. so the presentation is about my dream. Yeah, because we've what been dream? watching this TV show where people go on. It's a Chinese TV show, so we're not doing nothing. We do also, yeah, we watch TV shows and we and we read some stuff in class as well. But anyway, we've been watching this TV show that's I think it's called Dream Show or something like that, and it's quite popular in China. And people go on and they say like they have a dream. 
to do something. Like there was one that we watched um, who was a woman who wanted to plant loads of trees to like reforest an area that had been suffering as a result of deforestation. Um, and then the people do a sort of performance. So she sang. She was a good singer. Like she wasn't a professional singer, but she was good. So she also sang and she presented like her dream. And then they vote for whether or not they support the dream. And if they support it, she gets she wins money from the show this towards is in, her this dream. This is in a TV show? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, the audience votes on whether or not they support the dream. Yes. Um, and it's a very popular TV show in China. Um, so because we've been watching episodes of that, then our teacher was like, okay, so you have to do presentations, so you have to present your dream. Um, and everyone was a bit like, what? <laughs> so one person did, she did her presentation first, and she said that her dream was to learn how to talk to octopuses. Her, her dream was to learn how to talk to octopuses. <laughs> yes, because she wanted to talk about, um, I don't know if what her job is, I think maybe she works in biology or genetics, which is obviously a part of biology. Um, but she is very interested in in how octopuses live and operate and work um not like in, a, in an office like, on zoom like where do you work from home or do you always go to the office how do they type with all those testicles octopus, it's so hard anyway how they operate as a species and all this sort of thing um mm. so she she was just like and then she was talking about how obviously they're very intelligent animals and can we communicate with them or not so then she sort of spun it so the presentation was like my dream is to talk to octopuses right and therefore she could just do a presentation about, about octopuses, octopuses. Yeah. yeah and people are going to say isn't the plural of octopus octopi and it's not the answer it's is no octopuses. it's octopuses ah. So no, before, one was, no one was going to write it I guarantee you someone's going to say actually it's octopi, octopi. Well, it's not. Octopi, it's not. that's when you take some octopuses mm -hmm. and put them in a pie mm -hmm. and eat it. That's octopi. Octopuses is the plural of octopus, according to Kate Billington. If that's wrong, it's her fault. It's not, not my fault. But I think also, because so many people have incorrectly made the plural octopi, octopi is now accepted. Right. But it's not correct. It's like it's like flammable and inflammable. Yeah. Inflammable is the means word that means it can catch, it can fire. catch fire. And flammable isn't a word, but now so many people have used flammable that that is now uh, an acceptable word. Now exactly. That they print on the side of things which yeah, are inflammable. Highly flammable. Yeah. Because yeah, they exactly. could be inflamed. Right. Is that why? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we talked about inflammable as well before. Did we? We're boring, aren't we, Luke? We're boring. Well, we'll let the people decide. Yeah. But, um, uh, okay, so what's your dream then? What are you going to talk so about? So I've done it. I did it last week. Um, I, I just talked about how um, my dream in life keeps changing. And I think people with interesting lives probably don't have just one fixed dream. So maybe my dream is just to keep changing my dream. You're throwing shade on the teacher. I am then. a little bit. <laughs> You're like, Phew, we don't have just one dream. You but, know, like s s the subtext of the presentation. This task was bullshit. Rubbish. Um, yes. Maybe I was throwing a little bit of shade. But also it meant that I could talk about various different things, including why I moved to Paris, which was to open a cake shop. So then I talked about the fact that I um, had studied baking and blah, blah. And then I brought in cupcakes for everyone. Of course. <laughs> so it really, I mean, I, I really, I, I won some points there by providing people with cake. Yeah. Because that's obviously how you make people befriend you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the teacher was very pleased with the cake. And I think she quite enjoyed the presentation as well. But yeah, sure. the cake, it was the cake, really. Yes. The cake was the icing, icing on, on the cake. cake. We did that last we time. I'm not before. doing it again. I'm not doing it no, again. No. 
Okay. All mm. right. All right. Well, good luck with with that. And um, do you, you don't. You, there, there are no like podcasts in Chinese or anything. Yeah, there you, are. Yeah. Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to yeah. plug them? Yeah. So there's this, there's one that I listen to quite called. often called Learning Chinese Through Stories. Oh, I thought it was going to have a really great Chinese name. Sorry. Ting, how do you say learning Chinese? How do you say learning Chinese through stories? Is it ting? It's probably tingle shui zhongwen. Oh, well, yeah. And their tagline is like, the more you listen, the more you learn. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe it's more, the more you listen. Is it the more you listen or the more, the more you listen, the more you speak, maybe? Or the more you listen, the more you learn? I don't know if it's shuo yue duo or shui de yue duo. Anyway, I well, should listen more carefully. Again, again, I'm sure that someone, someone can help out. Maybe we can, we can get in touch with them and say, hey, we've, we've plugged your podcast. Now what? Sure. <laughs> and can, like, you, we plugged your podcast. Okay. Can you tell me whether or not I said your tagline correctly? Oh, I see. Sure, you Sure, you We plugged your podcast. Can you give us a tiny lesson in how to, <laughs> what your podcast? I just is? need to listen more carefully. It probably says it on their on their like poster. You just check again. You just can't remember now. It's all right. The 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 the, the pressure of being asked on Luke's English podcast yeah. Yeah. just <laughs> got to me. Yeah, but it's okay. It's um, a really good podcast. There's that, and yeah. that's okay. That's cool. the only one I really, really listen to at the moment, but I think there are quite a lot of others. But I like that one. Yeah, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, cake. Yeah, so got you... some. This cake's all right, I think. What do you think? I like it. Uh, it's a little on the dry side. Chocolate cake often is. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I imagine maybe there's something in the cocoa that dries out, that absorbs more moisture, doesn't it? Because if you've got flour, that obviously absorbs moisture. Mm-hmm. And then if you've got cocoa on top of that, Maybe that, that's drying it out more. And then it's hard to make vegan cakes nice and moist and not too dry because um, you don't have eggs already. Or and butter. Or butter. I mean, you can replace butter with margarine and vegan butters and stuff, but they're often not... They're just not quite as... Buttery. Buttery. I don't, I don't really know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, dear, there I goes that microphone. microphone. I told you, that's that's the second... That's I said before, uh, you, should use, you should drink your tea with your left hand for two reasons I think I only mentioned one reason and the other there's one probably the one person like oh, what about the other reason and it's the other reason is so that you can comfortably bring the mug to your mouth without right. without f- being worried about clashing with the microphone I can't eat this cake with my left hand because I'm right handed using my other hand you're right handed but they actually to be Wait, fair. you couldn't eat the cake with your left hand. Maybe I can't the eat the cake with my left is, hand. The task is too much for your your left hand because you're right-handed. No, actually, I think I think I'm completely exaggerating. I think you can do it. I think your left hand is capable. Oh, I don't know. She did it, listeners. <laughs> she successfully put cake in her mouth with her using her left hand. Everything's fine. Uh, so, goodness. so uh, you are a fully qualified baker. How is the baking going? You've talked about wanting to open a bakery in, in Paris yeah. and stuff. And, and any progress on that? I don't want to do it anymore. No, why, no. Not? why not? I think running your own business is quite solitary. Solitary, mm-hmm. solitary, solitary. You'd say solitary. Yeah, I think I would say solitary. I think if you were American, you'd say solitary. Well, that's different. running your, your own your cake your own business is is kind of solitary. Um, I would say solitary. Mm-hmm. I think you should you should as well, Kate, because I said solitary, so I think you should say it too, just to back me up. I'm going to say solitary. Okay. <laughs> um, obviously, you saw that coming, didn't you? All right. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with um, the number of syllables in words as well, and and syllable stress. Mm-hmm. It's all about. It is all about, all about syllable, syllable stress. stress. Word stress. Yeah. yeah. My students are so sick of it. Are they? Yeah. Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Word stress. Yeah. 
But then I did, I showed, one of them in class the other day was like, does it even matter? And I was like, yeah, it does matter. Mm-hmm. It really does. Mm. And then I did the example with happiness. Remember that example? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, so happiness, how many syllables? Happiness. Three. Which one's the strongest? The first syllable. Okay. Happiness. Good. And what happens if you stress the second syllable? Happiness. Oh, oh no. Ha ha. Did you say a penis? So then if you have a sentence like, all I want is happiness. Yeah. You don't want to get that stress wrong, do you? Yeah, and uh, especially if you're French and the H is a difficult one. So it's probably silent. I want happiness. And then, yeah. Yeah, Paul Taylor uh, built uh, his entire career on that. Yeah, he did. I still, I still haven't even met Paul Taylor. I've never, I've never seen any of his stand-up. Not a single bit. Really? Yeah, none of it. You should go and see his his most recent show. Yeah, probably little, should. Little plug there. I should at least it's Google good. him. Yeah, <laughs> and watch Just, a, a video. Go and see the show. He's yeah. doing he's doing his show until April at La Nouvelle Eve, uh, which that? is near Blanche, near oh, Pigalle yeah. Blanche. Yeah. Um, tickets are available. PaulTaylorComedy.com. Uh, and um, it's, it's very good. It's his third is show. Is it Franglais? It's, yeah, it's a mix of both English and French. Right. It's more French, I think, in this show than English, but it's still a good portion in English. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's very good. Uh, I yeah. should go and see it. I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the cake baking, yeah. running a business yourself is a bit solitary. I think I would be alone a lot if I ran a business myself. So... Um, I realised after a while that I don't want to do that. One of the things that I love about teaching is that you meet so many people. Mm. And we have a lot of great colleagues. Mm-hmm. But even if you're teaching and you don't have a big group of colleagues, or even if you don't get on with your colleagues, you have interactions with your students, it's still quite a sociable job. Mm. And that's very important to me, I realised. It's one of the reasons I'm still working there. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you'd be here all otherwise the time. Otherwise I'd just be on my own in this room, going a bit mad. Yeah, madder. Even madder than already than I already. How am. much of your cake am I allowed to eat? All of that. Excellent. Yeah, you can finish it. Yes, it's fine by me. Yes. Um, sh- shall I read a couple of? Oh, before we do the comments. Yeah. I've written here TikTok. TikTok. Do you want to talk Are about? Are we going to talk about TikTok now? Or should we do it? Whenever you like. Up to you. Why well, I don't. Well, I don't mind. If you, if you want to do a bit of self promotion, if you want to promote the, some of your TikTok videos, <laughs> be, be my guest. I'm not on TikTok. So, Sentences I never thought I would hear. What? <laughs> if you want to promote some of your TikTok videos, I never thought anyone would say that to me. Really? Mm. Well. Never expected to make any. No. Go on, no. Let's do the comments first okay. and then. And then we'll, we'll come back. And we'll to come back to TikTok. Because I do actually have a lot to say about TikTok, okay. believe it or not. So keep listening, folks, to hear uh, Kate's teaser. thoughts. Teaser. A little teaser there about uh, Kate's thoughts on the Chinese social networking app TikTok. Oh yeah, it's Chinese. So this is a this is a comment from Jin. Mm-hmm. Um, a comment on uh, the your last appearance on the podcast. Hi, my name is Jin, and I am from South Korea. Hi, Jin. I'm a kind of hidden listener. I love that. But I have listened to the podcast for more than five years. I'm really glad to hear Korean language from you guys. Yay! You spoke a little bit of Korean. I did. I think the only Korean that you know. Mm-hmm. Kate's Korean pronunciation is also very good. It's very kind. I hope I can hear many other stuff about Korea from the podcast. Thank you so much and happy Lunar New Year. Great. And, and then I think Jin has written, say hey, poor Manny Padasil. Is that the thing that you can say? Yeah. Or is that another thing? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's uh, well, uh, what I can say is happy Lunar New Year, which right. I suspect from the context is what Jin has written here. Maybe what Jin has written is, ha ha, you're going to read this out and it's not what you think it is. Uh, yeah, maybe. And <laughs> which another, would be great. Another one, Gemma. 
Kate's mm-hmm. Korean accent is so cute and sounds like a lovely little girl greeting her grandparents. Oh. Hoping to receive some New Year's cash gifts in Korean <laughs> culture. Great. Did she ever teach English to Korean students? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I did. In Mostly in London. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had a Korean student last week here in Paris. She was very nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly in London, students who came to do intensive courses. Yes. Also in Bournemouth in the south of England. Okay. How do you find Korean students? Very nice. They yeah. just turn up at your classroom. <laughs> hey, hey, how would you find Korean? How do you find them? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think the... Punk- punctual? Yeah. This is the thing. <laughs> In the list of punctual students. Quite high. Yeah, like the Swiss are the first. And that's not just a cliche. That is true. That's, um, you know, I've taught for many years on oh, multilingual think, groups. And yeah, the Swiss are always the first. Time. Always. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and the Koreans are pretty punctual too. Yeah. Um, Korean students tend to be very diligent yes. students. I mm-hmm. think, I think, you know, national stereotypes always, to an extent, have some like basis in truth. A kernel of truth. Yeah, and it's normal. It's normally because of the school system, I think. And I've had a lot of Korean and also Japanese students who are like very precise in their English and very like. They, they put a lot of emphasis on accuracy, which mm-hmm. makes me think that their school systems probably also put a lot of emphasis on accuracy. Yes. Especially grammatical accuracy. Mm. Um, and then I think a lot of European students are maybe more confident speakers when they first arrive, um, but po- possibly less accurate. Yes. That would be a trend. So what we want to do is get a Japanese and Korean people and European yeah. people and combine them into one super learner. Yeah. Like genetically splice them together. <laughs> Actually, no, forget that idea. Or just do what I did in London, <laughs> just have them in the same class so they yeah, influence just, each other. Or just do that. Yeah. Yeah. So then the ones who are like really correct all the time will like hold the others up to a standard of correctness. Right. And then the ones who are like, they like to talk more, mm-hmm. will get the ones who are a bit hesitant to talk, they'll get them talking more. So basically get the Italian people to sit next to the Korean people. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. the, the Brazilian people to sit next to the Japanese people and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One of my favourite partnerships ever was a student from Saudi Arabia called Momo, who was very confident speaking, very fluent and everything, but not very accurate. And he was with a Japanese student called uh, Takuya, who actually should have been in a higher level class, but was um, convinced that his English wasn't good enough. So he made us move him down, um, which we shouldn't have done. But in the end, we were like, OK, you're not going to speak in the class that you should be in. So, OK, we'll move you to a lower level class. And I think the theory was he would spend one lesson in the lower level and be like, oh, this is too easy. And then would move back to the higher level. Um, but he didn't. He was like, oh, no, this is lovely. <laughs> so he just stayed. He knew all of the answers. I mean, all of the grammar. It was just it was way before his level. You know, interesting. But he stayed and then they became quite good friends over the course of the the weeks that they spent learning together. And had like a, an amazing influence on each other because Takuya was so precise and accurate, and Momo was so effusive and chatty, and they, yeah, they were really good for each other. Yeah, great, 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 great. Nice little story. Yeah, nice. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. 
A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Um, uh, so yes, you have taught Korean students. Yes. How did you? How did she? That's you. Yeah. Get to know the sentence. Don't speak Korean. Oh yeah, that's because I had Korean students. So then. Um, I got some of the ones in the higher level class to teach me that, and then what? Don't speak Korean, yeah. like like stop speaking Korean. Hangul my hajima. So they, you do know two. I do, do, do. Well, yeah. obviously I said it last time because that's how this listener knows. So basically, you you know, yeah, you know how to tell people not to speak Korean yeah. because they were telling you to not to speak Korean. <laughs> like stop doing that to no, our language. That's not what happened. I asked them how to say that. Oh, sorry. There goes the microphone. <sighs> what have I done? What have I done? I, should, I need to get a different. I need a, a different microphone setup I yeah. think, for, for guests. You do. But previously, we, we were holding microphones in our hands. Were we? Which is fine. That's, that works really well. But then I thought, I think I'll try it. I like having both hands free. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, why did you learn uh, the phrase, don't speak Korean in, in Korean? Because I had a lot of students who would come to a class and they would have two or three Korean classmates and they would speak together in Korean. And I thought it would be fun if I could say to them in Korean, yeah. don't speak Korean. And that works. Because they obviously then are all like, oh my God, she speaks Korean, even though I don't. Uh-huh. Um, so that was very fun. Good. Yeah. Um, that's how she, there you go, Gemma. And next question yeah. is, uh, I know it's quite late, but happy new year. Um, is that a question? No. I was just <laughs> leaving a space in case you wanted to oh, say... Oh, say seo. There you go. seo. I might well be saying it wrong. Kate and Luke. Uh, Sumin, otherwise known as Gemma, from Seoul. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. That was all from one person. Yes. Thank you, Gemma and uh, Sumin. I don't talk about Korea that much, I said, but I do have quite a lot of listeners in Korea. Hello, mm -hmm. Korean listeners. Do you know any fun facts quickly? Any fun facts about Korea? I learned that when you um, go to a housewarming party in Korea, that's been the theme of the chat, hasn't housewarming. it? Housewarming. Yeah. Um, you take toilet paper. Ah, yeah. I heard this too. I love that. So explain why do why do why is it acceptable to take toilet paper to someone's housewarming as a housewarming gift? Because you know it's going to be useful. Yeah. I think that's the thinking behind it. But I also was thinking, you better make sure the house is big enough, because say you invite 30 people to your housewarming, and everyone brings one of those big 12 packs of toilet paper. That's a lot of toilet paper. You need a whole room just to store it. 360 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, you could literally use a roll a day, and it would nearly last you a year. So... Is, is that like a gift that you can bring to a Korean house where you can be I think so. like, here you are, here's the toilet I've paper. never been to South Korea, so I don't know. Yeah, okay, we don't know. But this is what I've heard. Korean, yeah. Go on. Korean listeners can confirm or deny whether this is true. Yeah. Um, also, I've heard that everyone's birthday is the 1st of January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mentioned this on the podcast recently because I saw a news story. I still, it's, I'm still not completely clear about the situation. Mm. But yeah, when people are born in Korea, they are one. Yes. And then on the 1st of January, they gain another year. Yeah. So if you're born on Christmas Eve, yeah. you'll be two 
within on day two, you're two years old. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I know. Maths. <laughs> I told you, not so good at maths. But anyway, Likewise. so if you're born on the 31st of December, yeah. uh, you're one yeah. in Korea. Yeah. And then the 1st of January, you become two. So you could be two years old when you're only two days old. Um, I'm still not entirely sure if this is the I'm case. I'm not sure. I don't I don't know about this. But then I, I've, I've definitely had, when I was in London, some Korean students, if I asked how old they were, they would say in Korea or here. Yeah. And I would be like, I was not expecting that question. I know there's a time difference, but <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly. that much. And it really threw me. And then I realised that they have this... Yeah, like like you, I, I haven't quite grasped it. Someone I'd like ex- to know more. Someone explained it to me because I posed the question. Because I, I, I'd read something yeah. that was that the, the, the Korea is reforming this in some formal way. Oh. As if to say, so on the 1st of January 2023, everyone's going to become a year younger. No. Or they're changing the system so that you will, I don't really understand. But someone did write to me and explained it in painstaking painstaking detail mm. they did explain it to me I'm sorry I don't have access to that information off the top of my head um, but um, that's my worst nightmare getting a year younger what? oh my goodness no please I've you, worked hard to get to this age yeah but you physically would still be the same you don't no like, I don't want to be any young no the older I get the better I get don't take this away from me okay, okay. I hate the whole the whole culture of everyone wanting to be younger yeah, and I agree. look younger I agree What's the point? Yeah, it's silly. What's the point? It's also completely <sighs> pointless and fruitless to get upset about ga- getting older. Because yeah. that's And also, for it's pointless and stupid and self-defeating to make fun of people or be prejudiced against people who are older. Because it's like, yeah. do you not understand how like the passage of time works? That's you. Mm. In, you know, if you're like, eh, you're so old. It's like, well, so are you, really, in the grand scheme of things, if you're lucky to make also, it. Also, conversely, making fun of people who are younger. Yeah. That also happens. Or, like, being all grouchy about the young. Yes. People do that. Youth of today. Young people today. Young people today, no respect for their elders. They don't know they're born. Young people have never respected their elders. That's just the way it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, No, I I would never want to lose any any age that I have gained. So so you like like it when the number goes up. Yeah. Because it makes you feel... You're getting closer to a distinction I, I, in exactly, terms of age. Exactly. A hundred is a distinction. Yeah. And at the moment, I'm I'm not even on a pass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. For me, I always feel like the older I get, the more I become like a wizard. Magical. You know? Well, just kind of grey hair, wise, wise. Yeah. <laughs> don't you? I mean, in, in the sense oh, no, that... As, I'm as, not thinking about me. I'm thinking about you, Luke. <laughs> you think I'm... Well, you didn't know me 20 years ago. That's you know, true. So you've got nothing to that compare it. I'm a lot yeah. wiser now than I was before. Oh, yeah. Everything's relative, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, I, but no, I'm, you know, I sort of... I'm just sort of being uh, funny about it. But uh, in oh. the sense that... Oh, sorry. I missed yeah. that. <laughs> Do it again <laughs> and I'll laugh. <laughs> no. So, um, <laughs> no, but in the sense that as you get older, you do get a bit wiser... And to the point when one day I'll be a wise old man, you know. You could just be an uh, old man. Yeah, I know, but yeah, but you'd imagine that you kind of learn and gain experience, which mm. brings you wisdom with age, right? I think, I think ideally, yes, mm-hmm. but I think also it depends what your priorities you, are. You're talking about, you're thinking about. So I'm not saying that older people always get wiser. Right, okay. Right? Okay. That's not the the that's not the hypothesis or whatever. That's not the statement. It's right. that I will be wiser 
when I get older because I will have had more and more experiences. Obviously, there are loads of people who get old and don't get wise. There right. are lots of stupid people who are old. <laughs> so anyway... There you go. All right, you don't mind getting older. That's fine. That's good. Yeah, neither do I. I love it. I love getting older. Good. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, In Korea, apparently, they often ask people, ask each other about their blood type. Okay. Is it the same in China, do you know? Not that I've ever experienced. In in Japan, they they ask about blood types as Mm. well. Like in in Europe or in America or whatever, uh, the West... I suppose uh, people talk about uh, z- uh, zodiac signs, right? Mm. You, know, if, you know, even if you don't really believe it, you know that is a, that is a thing that people. Yeah. Everyone knows their zodiac sign. People talk about it. They all have a significance. Maybe that is a thing in China. There's that too. They've got the zodiac as well. They, well, no, they haven't got. I'm sorry, I was but going the, back the to blood, blood types. Type, maybe blood it is types. a thing because I, actually, maybe somebody did ask me that in China, like not just a doctor. And you were but, probably like, huh? That's why I make that noise a lot. Huh? <laughs> I'm just, are you a like? Huh? I used like there correctly, not just as anoy- an annoying filler. I actually used like in the correct way. You were like, huh? Like, I didn't mean you actually went, huh? But you did something similar to, huh? Which would have been, you expressed, um, you know, uh, a sense of confusion or question, questioning. For people who aren't watching the video, when Luke said, I used like correctly, he pointed his finger at the video and shook it like an angry old man pointing at some kids who <laughs> kicked their ball into his garden. So I think he has made progress in terms of becoming a grumpy old man. Sorry, I mean a wise old man. <laughs> yeah, but I was a lot more finger pointy 20 years ago. You've no idea. No, now, I think that's something that's supposed to get you know more... Finger pointing? Yeah, you're supposed to get more finger pointy with age. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to work on that. Um, so blood types then do you know your blood type yeah I mean I don't know if it's like inappropriate to ask someone what their blood type is just in no, case no it's B positive <laughs> that's good isn't that great it's yeah. not just a blood type it's a life motto yeah B positive there you go that's fantastic kids. it makes me so happy I can't um, I can't have my blood taken I faint I pass out if someone takes my blood because you don't like it's I'm a psychological terrible it's at a, yeah, everything medical. And that, that one of my favourite words in English is squeamish, mm. which which is when you're very, um, you sort of go weak at the sight of blood. You're sensitive about yeah. sort of um, blood and, and things like medical that. Medical things. Bodily things. Yeah, yeah blood especially, especially blood, I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm very, I, I used to be terrible with everything, with injections and all that sort of thing. But I've got better at injections, but I'm very bad at having my blood taken. Can I ask you why? It's, it's, not, it? it's not really a conscious thing. No, but... It's just, it just comes over you, the, the, you know, it's the, sort of... The, what happens in that um, situation? The last time I went to have my blood taken, I had, it was quite a big blood test and so it took quite a long time. So I said to the, there's a, there's a name for somebody who, whose job that is, it's like phlebotom, phlebotomist or something. Really? I think I've just made that up. Might but be I right, always, check, but I... I always say phlebotomist and I'm like, no, that's just a botanist, <laughs> somebody who, who deals with plants. Right. With PL in front of it. it it's <laughs> PHL. Um, phlebotom- phlebotomist? No, phlebo- phlebologist? It's something like that. Phlebotomy. Phlebotomy. Phlebotomy is the procedure in which a needle is used to take blood. Right, okay, so a, a phlebotomist. Phlebotomy and a phlebotomist. A phlebotomist, right. Is, is a person it's who person take, takes, blood. takes blood. Yeah. All right, but so, usually just a nurse. Often we say nurse, yeah, doctor. but. Um, 
I think it, because in this, it was in, in Paris, in France, you would go to a like a lab to have tests done. So I think the people who work there are like specialists in taking blood or, you know, analyzing various samples. Um, so I don't think they necessarily are nurses. I think it's very much a more, a more precise specialism. Okay. okay. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so the phlebotom- phlebotomist, mm-hmm. I still can't say it. Um, I said to her, she was very nice. And I said, um, I sometimes faint when my blood is taken. And she said, oh, do you want to lie down? And I said, yes, please. So um, so she lay me down. And I was like, if you can just keep me talking, that would be great. Because that's that helps. And so she was very good at that. She sort of kept me talking and everything. But it just went on for quite a long time. And then um, she said, okay, I finished. Um, do you, you, you look a bit pale. I was like, this is just my face, love. But because <laughs> it is. Um, but then she said, maybe I'll go and get you some, some water and some sugar. They give you just like sugar, you know, a sugar cube crushed up like you're a horse. Um, fair enough. And she said, I'm just going to get you some water and some sugar. OK. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. And she said, as she left the room, don't faint while I'm gone. And then she left and I immediately passed out. Oh, God. Immediately. So then the next thing I knew... Um, I woke up and she had she had ripped my mask off my face and was like fanning my face. And another nurse or phlebotomist was holding my legs up, but I was completely passed out. So my legs must have been incredibly heavy. So she was like struggling under the weight of my legs. It was just awful. And this is after the blood had already been done. Yeah. And she stuck the little plaster on yeah. your arm. And it was just it, it, like it, it all happened. It all just... I don't really know what the science behind it is, but it, it's not a conscious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not you like, know. I'm going to pass out now. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. I'll show them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not good. Be positive. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means in terms of, you know, your personality type and, and, and the rest of it? Do you know Absolutely what being positive means? Absolutely nothing. Do you know what it means? Um, well, I, I, I kind of did Are we going to look at this Korean website, the significance Google. of blood type? This is from Go Go Hang UK. Go no, Go Hang, hang means Korea. Hanguk. Hang... hang gogohanguk.com Well, hangu is hangu. hangu is Korean. Okay. So that probably is not what it means. Probably then. pronounced it completely wrong. But anyway, it's a website um, about visiting Korea and information about Korea, as far okay. as I can tell. Cool. Um, and so they have a page, The Significance of Blood Type in Korea. Good. And before we do this, do you know what blood type you are? Yeah, I'm, I'm a negative. I'm a negative person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man not like really you you're B positive I'm, I'm like no no positive. I am a negative person I cannot be positive <laughs> I am a negative man yeah blood type in Korea that's why you did the finger pointing that's why I did because yeah blood type in Korea is not classified differently from ours I don't know who's ours that's ours anyway yeah and is therefore divided into groups A, B, A, B and O However, it is believed in Korea that blood type influences one's personality and therefore the way one behaves towards others, much like the zodiac signs. Of course, there are those who firmly believe this and mm-hmm. those who think it's just a rumour. Mm-hmm. OK, so uh, Group B, yeah. according to this website, yeah. Group B members uh, are said to be free spirits. Nice. Highly individualistic. Right. And difficult to be influenced by other people. Excellent. Is this true? No, I think I, I was um, quite fa- um, fairly easily influenced. Yeah, really. But I. Um, no, maybe no, maybe not. I don't know. What do you I think? think? You are, I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I disagree, Luke. No, no, anyway, you, carry on. No, you really uh, uh, mm, See, it's true. No, listeners. it is true. It is true. They express their emotions without hiding. Yeah. And speak freely about their ideas. Yeah. Without being influenced by others. You just said that. Nah, it's not true. <laughs> I don't know. In, in, in contrast to blood type A people who are more conservative. With a small C. Yeah. Not not signed up members of the Tory party. No. Blood type B people are much more open minded, especially when it comes to interpersonal relationships. Oh, that's nice. Mm. OK. Um, I, I like that. Um, the only thing I would say is I, I'm not sure about the whole like um, the thing about influence being influenced by other people is I do try to listen to two sides of the argument for things. So I think I think you can be too stuck in your ways and too um, dogmatic in, in your opinions. And I think I naturally maybe am inclined towards that because I'm group B. So I try to I try okay. to stop myself from doing that yeah. and to actually listen more carefully to people who have opposite opinions to so me. Because maybe you have an inclination to hold mm. firm to your beliefs. Yeah, you uh, actively try to look at both sides of the argument. Yeah. So that means... So, so it is accurate. I just accurate. I just try and push back against it. You try and push back against it. Okay. But see, this the thing about this sort of thing. I'm sceptical about this stuff yeah. because, you know, of course, you can always find a way to agree with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you just posited an argument for why you are not a typical type B person because yeah. you actually push back against your beliefs and you search for other sides of the argument. You're always looking to challenge your views. So that's actually a reason why you're not a Group B person, but but so you could choose to. But then you found a way to say, actually, no, that's that proves that I am a Group B person because I'm aware of an inclination to have strong mm-hmm. beliefs, and therefore I actively try and I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a minefield, isn't it? It's, it is a minefield. A minefield. A minefield. <laughs> Not a minefield, but it also is a minefield as well. It's like a large area where there's a lot of psychology. Hmm. No? Metaphysical field of the mind that we're exploring. Right. Huh? I think I might Come eat on. more tea. Come on. <laughs> Group A, that's me. In Korea, people of blood type A are said to be shy and reserved. Nonsense. They can be shy and reserved. Hmm. Known for their good manners. Please. And, and, Good manners and honesty. I didn't get a cup of tea for three hours. Good manners. Good manners, my ass. <laughs> they do not like change and are therefore rather conservative. Don't know about that. Mm, I'm not very... Nah, mm. They always try to organise events in advance. <laughs> Two years in advance. I didn't really organise this the recording of this no. very, very much in advance. No. Hence the very, very uh, sort of sketchy and uh, chaotic opening to the episode. I've and enjoyed the mid- it a lot so and far. And the middle. And the yeah. middle. I'm hoping the end's... We're going to end on a high. I, I, with these sorts of recordings, I always try and think, well, um, what what the episode lacks in terms of organisational structure hopefully it balances that out with general enthusiasm definitely and, that. and you know moments of humour and profound moments of insight into the human condition are we going to have those? Uh, we've already have you not that's what this has <laughs> been pass me by mate the entire thing has been that mostly it's been about what colour your bookshelves are yeah well that's that is a, that is a a, a, a a way into the, the human condition it is, is actually it, it is yeah um, so uh, they try and organise events in advance and act according to their plans. Okay. 
Do you do that? Um, when I make plans, yeah. Okay. With no changes to the schedule. Okay. However, the biggest flaw of Group A members, um, this is good. What is my biggest flaw? <laughs> is that they worry about nothing. That's not true. That's so not true. I, I, I am a worrier. They worry about nothing and have unnecessary paranoia. As opposed to necessary paranoia. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They worry about nothing and have un- and have paranoia. That doesn't work. You can't have worry about nothing and have paranoia. Of course you can. Go on, explain. How can you... Paranoia is much stronger than worry. Yeah. So that's how you can have both. They're two different things. Worry but, but is... To, you don't just go from fine to paranoia. You, 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 no, they're two a... separate things. Two separate points. You worry about nothing and you have paranoia. See, I, I think that those things are mutually exclusive. You can't worry about nothing and have paranoia, no? How can they be mutually exclusive? Because paranoia, by its nature, involves worrying about things, doesn't it? Paranoia is much stronger. It's like fear. I know, but that's why that's what I meant when I said you don't just go from normal okay. to paranoia. There's normally like you kind of go through worry and into paranoia. So they're paranoia. not mutually exclusive. You could say they're tautological. Uh huh. But you can't say they're mutually exclusive, surely. Yeah, but you kind of would imagine that someone who's prone to unnecessary paranoia, mm-hmm. let's just call it paranoia, someone who is prone to paranoia is probably going to be also considered a, as a warrior, no? Not a warrior, though. Not a warrior, unless they're fighting against their paranoia back in the the, the, the medical, metaphysical mind field there. Um, I think, can I just say, I don't know who wrote this website. I suspect it's somebody who was in Group B. <laughs> but Yeah, it seems a bit <laughs> negative towards Group A. What have you group got against... Group A description is really negative. What have you got against Group A people? Shy and reserved. Okay, it's neutral. Um, good manners and honesty, positive. Um, do not like change and a rather conservative. Neutral with a hint of negative, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then we've got you act according to your plans, kind of neutral. And then the biggest flaw. The biggest flaw, going straight to the... Straight to the flaw. Straight to the character assassination. Yeah. Like in Group B, group there was B, no biggest flaw. There's no flaw. There's no flaw. We're perfect. Group A, it's just like, okay, so here are some bland things. Yeah, quite shy, likes to organise things. Their biggest flaw... <laughs> Let's honest, just honest assassinate with good this. manners. That, that is important. Honesty is maybe the most important quality, I think. In, in life. Human quality. Honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got that. All I've got is that I'm a free spirit. I'm highly individualistic. It's difficult to influence me. I express I think... my emotions that are hiding. I speak freely about my ideas. Um, I'm much more open-minded than you, especially when it comes to interpersonal relationships. I think we need to add uh, the biggest <laughs> flaw. The biggest flaw is a deceptive nature and a complete uh, <laughs> a complete lack of honesty. Excessive all... self-confidence. And <laughs> <laughs> um, please may I have more tea? Of course. Yes. Yes. Do you have enough water? Yes. Yes, of course. Amazing. I'm really excited about this. Um, Great. Well, I've learned a lot. Me too. Good. Um, All right. Well, good. That was some fun facts about Korea. Yeah, I like that. Should we do the TikTok thing then? (gasps) Because you... you, Okay. I'll tell you about the TikTok. Explain. We need the introduction though. We need the context. Why do you want to talk about TikTok? Because I've got a new job. Oh. Yeah. A whole new job. It's a whole new job. I, with? Now I want to sing A Whole New World from Aladdin. But a whole new job. be glad to hear that I'm not going to sing. I'd, I'll um, do it instead. Oh, thank you. You did it very well. Thank you did it better than I would have done. Oh, that's nice. Um, a whole new job. A whole new job. I'm going to pass you the tea. Um, with the British Council. Yeah. 
Mm, there yeah. goes it does the make a noise. Bong. <laughs> Is that Big Ben in the distance? No, that's just the desk. It's just a teacup on a desk. <laughs> Imagine if that's actually all Big Ben is. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, in fact, it's just a guy in the tower uh, Try, making himself a, a cup, cup of tea every an hour. hour. <laughs> and he has, the, whatever time it is, he has that number of cups of tea. Oh, so if it's dream. 12 o'clock noon, he's having 12 cups of tea. And this and he is puts like, them all do down a... on the table one by one. <laughs> bong, bong, bong. That, how many cups of tea does he have a day then? Oh, It's a lot, that, isn't it? That's a like a GCSE maths question. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway um, so you've so got a whole new a job. A whole new job with the British Council. Yes. Which is um, the British Council, not just in Paris where we work, but the, the like whole global British Council mm. has decided to launch a TikTok channel. Yes. Um, and the idea behind this is that we will build up a, a wonderful reputation with people who maybe don't know who we are and what mm. we do. The young the young <laughs> young people young people who I have slightly denigrated earlier in this podcast by saying the older you get the better you get <laughs> the older you get the yeah, better you yeah, get yeah that's true okay yeah, not that's necessarily true. the older not one people. gets the better one gets I think it applies to a lot of people though but that doesn't mean that you're a low quality when you're young. It just means you're going to continue improving. Yeah, exactly. Our younger you could people be an have excellent the potential. Young they have the potential. Yeah. yeah younger people can, have, yeah. can be excellent. They're yeah. just going to become even more even excellent. More excellent. Even yeah. when their bodies are failing, they're, you know, personality wise, they'll be amazing. Tip top. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. Anyway, um, so the idea of this behind this channel is, um, yeah, maybe to kind of reach out to people who don't necessarily know what we do. And I also think the British Council, in some places, people don't know that we're really fun and exciting. Yeah. And that we do cool things. Yeah. Um, quite. I was going to say we're quite groovy, but... Oh, no. no. Did you just use the word groovy? Yeah, I did that. You're going to have to edit that we're out. We're quite funky and snazzy. No, and... no. All of this is wrong. No. Groovy. No. No, the 1970s called. They want their vernacular back. Where's that joke from originally? I don't know. Uh, classic. It's a classic. Anyway. Anyway, so I heard about this and so they they decided to launch the channel then they asked um anyone who was interested to send videos to apply to be on the channel and i did that um and got the job along with uh, six other people was it six or seven i think in total it's seven um who are based all around the world in different british councils mm -hmm. and so we're all working together on this channel and we're adding videos and content to the tiktok channel okay um can I ask what kind of videos? What just to yeah, so um, loads of different things, uh, mostly kind of vocabulary, English vocabulary, um, some. You're right. I'm fine. I'll just check the video. There's another big and I, ben I moment. think maybe I spent about an hour. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't check the video, so maybe I've been, I've been cut. Just me. I, People I, have been like, "Who's she talking to?" Audio <laughs> listeners. I just checked the video and I was concerned that maybe for for the last hour I've been off the frame or cut in the frame because I, 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 
I removed the... Now we can see the video again. I'm just I'm, looking at my hair. I, I removed the video from the computer screen so that we wouldn't be distracted by... It is distracting. Um, Hence right. my distraction anyway, about I'm my in hair. The, I'm sitting in the right place again. Okay. So what kind of video so, content yeah, um, on TikTok have you been making? We've been making... So the one, the first video that I made, which um, had quite a lot of views, was quite successful, was about um, the expression raining cats and dogs and how often learners learn this as mm-hmm. like a cool English idiom. And in fact, no one ever, ever says it. Yeah. Um, in At least in the UK and I think in most other English-speaking countries. What do um, we say instead? We say it's chucking it down. It's bucketing yeah. down. It's pouring it down. It's pouring down. It's pouring it down. And it may be a little rude, but it's pissing down. Yeah, that's well. very common. Yeah, it's yeah. most common, but... But rude. Warning. Definitely bit, rude. Bit rude. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, well, sometimes somebody yeah. pointed out to me, we do sometimes use the abbreviated one, but it, it's still a bit dated. But if someone said, oh, it's cats and dogs out there, that's not ridiculous. Yeah. But, but it's but a bit outdated. Learners of English have said it to me <laughs> way more times than, than any, any native other speaker. native English speaker that <laughs> yeah. I know. Like the, the, sure. the most common usage of that idiom is when it's raining. And one of my students turns around and goes, we can say it's raining cats and dogs, right? And I'm like, yeah, no, but no, no one don't really. Don't do it. We say it's pouring down and then they kind of look a little disappointed. Yeah, of course they do. because It does sound great. Yeah. But it's not a real common expression. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a real expression, but it's not a, a, it's a not genuinely right. used one. Um, yes, a lot of my non-English friends have been very disappointed to hear that. It's it's very it's just very uh, in the language classroom though. Mm. It's a very easy idiom, isn't it? Yeah, it's easy for learners to understand. Yeah, and it's easy for teachers to teach. And it's memorable because it's so weird. And it's memorable. But, yeah. the, but the problem is no one's really using it. No. But you could say that maybe if you're living in some English place and uh, it's raining a lot and you mm-hmm. can say to your host your family or something, hey, uh, in my country we learn in the schools. That's, I don't know what this accent is. No, don't uh, do that. That we, that we say it, it's like raining cats and dogs. And uh, people are like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's normally how that expression yeah, is used. That would world. be that whole conversation. Yeah. I'm really glad you enacted it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll just be quiet for a while. I'll <laughs> let you talk. Go on. Thank you for the tea that's now brewing. I'm no, very happy. No worries. So, so yes, that's an example of a video that um, that was the first one I made. Um, and the idea is I want to do some more of those videos that are kind of like, you've probably learned this, but actually don't use that. We use this. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of stuff like that that we can do. So I've got more of those videos coming up. I also try to make a video. See, this is when I have to admit that I'm very, very bad at TikTok. There are people in our team who are already like active TikTok users mm. and they know how it works and they know how to do it. So they're very good at editing videos. They're also good at like tracking trends on TikTok and seeing what trends we can respond to. Yes. And all of that just goes completely over my head. And when I try and do it, I find it extremely stressful. I don't know how the teenagers handle it. Yeah, this is why I don't do TikTok. Yeah, it's very it's stressful. Like, no, yeah. Not for me. So I'm not very good at it, but I decided I decided to make a very ambitious video, um, which was about mince pies that we eat at Christmas mm-hmm. because I make the best mince pies in the world. Mm. And so I made, obviously I made a batch of mince pies because it was Christmas and I like recorded myself making them and um, did a sort of bird's eye view yeah. video of yeah. me making all the mince pies right. and everything right. uh, and then edited it all together. But I, I was editing it in TikTok and I hadn't yet mastered that um, and it was all going very wrong. It, I kept 
making these edits and then you can save it in drafts and then I would open TikTok again like the next day to finish editing it and all of the edits had disappeared in the draft video. It was so stressful and then it was doing this thing that every time I added music because it was set it was set setted there we go English bad Englishing made some TikTok videos (laughs) made some videos but it was setted wrong yes Um, set wrong because it was set wrong it was set to sync automatically when I added music it would change the speed of all of the videos to make them fit the music uh, <laughs> so it was just an absolute nightmare it took me forever I mean hours and hours and hours and then I published it and it had like four views or something I mean nobody cared oh <laughs> it was god so bad but I, I think we'd just have to republish that next Christmas yeah but the reason why it's really interesting and it is genuinely interesting even if I'm bad at it is because there are already a lot of English videos on TikTok mm-hmm. and a lot of people making English language videos because using TikTok, people use it for like dance trends and things like that and like fashion and whatever. Mm-hmm. But people also use it to learn things. So obviously, as a tool to learn a language, it really lends itself to that because it's a great way to see authentic language sure. and to learn little tips and, and little, things like that. You know, it's quite easy to add subtitles to those videos. Yes. So people often do that. And exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the problem here is mm-hmm. a lot of the English teaching videos on TikTok are just bad. Why? They're just really bad. Oh, they're wrong. Delta qualified <laughs> Kate Billington slams TikTok English teachers. Right, because there are a lot of bad things. I think yeah. teachers is an exaggeration here. Uh-huh. Go Some on. of them are just people making videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this, there's a thing. Are you right? Putting the heater on. Oh, are you? You chilly? I was, I was... All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so... Mm. there's a thing that a lot of people have done which is um, like they provide um, synonyms yes so different ways to say the same thing yeah but the problem with this is firstly there are very few perfect synonyms in English right right. because language is all about context right yes and maybe some words might be synonymous but this word might technically mean kind of the same thing as as this other word, yeah. but this one's got a slightly different sort of uh, formality level yeah. or some other slight difference. Maybe that one's a bit more pejorative than the word that it's similar to, yeah. you know, and so on. Or yeah. it's a synonym in some contexts, but not in others. Yes. And even like if you take um, like little and small, mm-hmm. they seem like perfectly good synonyms, right? Yes. But you could say, I have a little sister. But if you said, I have, I have a, small a small sister, sister. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Right, right. A little sister meaning a younger sister. Yeah, normal Yeah, English. but a small sister, no, that's not a direct... Meaning that she's short or what? I don't even yes. understand. Yeah. Um, do you want that fork again to... to um, okay. Yeah, are you sure? You seem very hesitant about the fork for No, tea. no, no, that's good. That's good. I was just like, okay. my brain was like going, what? What's going on? Yeah. So, yes, so that, that, this is the problem that... Can I put this here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll let you do yours, kind of how strong you want to. All right, all right. Um, this is the problem that there are a lot of um, imperfect synonyms. Right. And there are loads of videos where people are like, oh, here are 10 words you can use to make your English yeah, it's sound ba- more academic. It's this. It's, the, it's this too is, simple. This is what it is. This is like, um, you know, advanced English. Here mm. are 10 words that will make your English... Oh, yeah, I'll let you milk your own tea. Um, <laughs> like a cow. Milk a cow. No, milk tea, <laughs> meaning add milk to the tea, not 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 extract milk from the tea. Anyway. That's far more possible, yeah. I believe. So this is the thing. You get like an uh, advanced English lesson. Yeah. Uh, these is vocab to make your English advanced. Don't say... Good. Uh, what, what is it like? Uh, so it'll be. Don't say uh, uh, not sure. Say uncertain. Yeah. Um, and don't say uh, wet. Say um, 
humid. Bit, bit um, what's damp. That? No, like an extreme version of wet. Uh, soaked. Sodden. Sodden. Right. <laughs> Like yeah. that would be it. That's that be that's it. what you find. Oh, don't say yeah. wet. Say sodden. Oh, don't say too very strong. wet. Say sodden. But sodden is too literary in style. Yeah. No one's gonna say sodden. You know, like oh, you're very your coat's very wet. Yes, but they're not gonna say your coat is sodden. It's going to sound a bit, a bit weird. And it, yeah, and also then you get, because context is so important, so people will say things like, um, don't say go up, say increase, which is fine if you're talking about a graph, for mm-hmm. example, and you're like, oh, it, you know, from January to February, the amount increased or the amount went up. Okay, then it's a synonym. Mm. But if you're talking about stairs and you wanted to say, I go up the stairs, you're not going to say, I, I increase, increase the, the stairs. stairs. Like, it doesn't make any like sense. there were already enough stairs. Don't yeah, increase don't them. don't increase them. I've just climbed up here. This is the sixth floor. Has Luke told you that, people? And he doesn't have a lift. And so, there's a funny toilet. Yeah, there is a funny toilet, but I've not... I mean, that didn't feature in my stair journey. Mm. But anyway, yeah, if you'd increase them, I would have been really annoyed. But my favourite one, the best one I've ever seen, was um, a list of ten words. And most of them were kind of pretty normal like this. Like, it's not really accurate, but... In some contexts, it would be like go up and increase and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And then one of them was don't say look, say leer. <laughs> okay, explain. What's wrong with saying leer? So leer. L-E-E-R. Yeah. Leer means to look at somebody in a creepy way, like a really creepy way. Luke's doing an alarmingly good impression of someone leering. It's very much associated with creepy old men, which is not the kind of old man that Luke is going to become. He's going to become a wise Wise old man. Wise old wizard. Oh, sorry, wise old wizard. Excuse me. Um, It's a terrible word. I mean, it's not a terrible word. It's a great word, but it can only be used in very certain contexts. Like, um, uh, oh, like, what's the matter? Oh, I just had a horrible bus journey. Why? There's this horrible man leering at me the entire time. Yes. And if that happens, incidentally, um, call the police because that's legal. Um, not not for you to be leered at, but for the person to be leering at you, depending on what country right, you're in. But anyway, right. um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but because of this video, you're going to have students being stuff like, oh, saying stuff like, oh, I, I was just leering out of the window. No, no, don't do, no you can't say that. The, so the, the, one of the problems with this kind of teaching content is that it's stripping away all context from the yeah. language. It's just like lists of words. It's just a word with a simple, yeah. exp- a simple definition, and then maybe a one-line example. And mm-hmm. but we need a lot more context than that. Yeah. There has to be so much more context yeah. um, to that. If you're going to teach words by definition, list-wise, yeah. if you're going to go through a list, you need to develop your examples and give a lot more information than just simple. I mean, it's, you know, it's the sort of thing that language teachers are always battling against this kind of tendency to do list type formats where it's just, you know, even that it's worst, the target English vocab and then Mm. just a definite, just a, the equivalent in the first language, you know, and and that just doesn't work. You know, it's, that's not how language works. It's like a a whole ecosystem and the the words only have meaning in, in, in context with other words and and the rest of it and collocations and and the rest of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. So you've noticed this kind of content. Yeah, there's loads of it. And so the thing is, some of these videos have like millions of views and I'm at them millions of people now going around being like, oh, know. I'll just have a leer at this TV programme. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's terrifying. It's not terrifying. That's a huge exaggeration, but it's, it's unfortunate. A bit, it's a bit sort of frustrating. It but is. It's, but it's, it's, I don't know. I just don't really understand it. Like, um, views, 
Mm. Number of views that a video or a bit of content gets. I don't know what this means. Does this mean no, that, I don't that, know is, what it means that is better content? It doesn't. It just means that this is what people are compelled to watch, mm. either because the thumbnail is particularly uh, attractive yeah, maybe. or because they've worked the algorithm so that video is getting promoted yeah. to people. Um, and um, also it tells us that the average language learner, and I don't just mean learners of English, this would be true mm -hmm. in any language, mm -hmm. in, you know, um, the average la language learner, or the average human is very prone to certain attitudes about language learning, which are revealed by the, the view counts of certain yeah. content, yeah. you know, and it's just like you realise, oh, like, language learners are pretty easily exploitable, like clickbait works incredibly well, yeah. you know, like it does with anything. You know, don't, you don't have to be a language learner. You, you could be anything. Uh, but clickbait does its job. And yeah. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's true. But are you going to try and use those techniques and I use don't. them, repurpose them for your own content, which hopefully will be a bit more pedagogical? Not hopefully. Definitely. Yeah. See, this is... Oh, I did it again. Smacking the microphone. I smacked the microphone with my teeth. Having again. warned me so many times. Um, this is the thing I think about, about the idea of the British Council having a TikTok channel is that we can do that kind of stuff. We can do like fun, easy to access short videos. But what we bring with that is expertise and uh, like we expert have teas, expert teas. Yes, we could do actually a video on how to make proper English tea or traditional English tea. I'm not sure. Mm. Builders tea. How to make a cup of tea the way that most people drink it most of the time. <laughs> There's a clickbait title for you. Yeah, exactly. That's why that's why. <laughs> You know, that's why I'm not up there with those, I don't know. Every builder's tea. Builder's tea would work. Anyway, builder's tea, yeah. Anyway, we do, yeah, so so we're obviously well known across the world for English teaching for a reason. And what that means is our videos and our content, we're checking it very carefully before we put it out. So it, it is good quality and it does make sense and it will teach you something useful. And yeah, we're doing loads of vocabulary, grammar, idioms, mm -hmm. little bits of culture from different cultures and from English speaking cultures, all of these things that I think are really interesting and fun to watch. And then you also get to see a video of me watching mince pies. But Watching, washing, mince washing? <laughs> washing mince pies, not making mince pies, making, making mince pies. Not I do wa wash them in the oven to see if they're done you or not. Wash them, but you don't wash. Them. I don't wash them. No, no, no. Why no. would you? No. You don't want a soggy mince pie. No. Um, if you if it did get dirty, throw it away. You don't. You probably you, should. You I'll give it to the dog. Ideally. Yeah. Really. Yeah, but only one. Yeah, only one dog. Only one mince pie per uh, dog. Oh, I see. It'll <laughs> make them sick. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, but if, seriously, if you're on TikTok, please do watch that mince pie video because it doesn't have enough views. And but how do people find it? it? Like, how do how does I, I don't do TikTok. Search like, British Council TikTok. You can search. You can search for stuff. It's, yeah. It doesn't just can just decide for you what you experience all the time. It's not just. No, you can search for stuff definitely. Yeah. So when it, so obviously I don't know what I'm doing with TikTok, um, but the people who run the channel know what they're doing, and that's what matters. Mm -hmm. um, but. So when I first got on TikTok to see what content was already there for English teaching, I just searched like learn English or English lessons or something like that. And yeah. then it showed me that sort of content. Um, but yes, if you search British Council or British Council 
TikTok, I think. Uh, what is it? You can't write British Council TikTok on TikTok. I think you can. Really? And maybe find it. But I don't know if that's any good to us. But yeah, um, I think search for British Council and find our real channel. I should obviously have checked this before I came on the show. <laughs> well, I'll find out how to do it. Oh, please and do. And I'll put something on the on the website page for this episode yeah. so that you can, you can find it's it. It's really fun. You get to see me. There's a video about my New Year's resolution as well. Yeah. Um, there's a video, yeah, about mince pies. There's some stuff about... Um, there's some grammar things, little grammar tips. Um, uh, did, did you put those mini lessons? Uh, that w- the mini English lessons? Yeah. No, they're not on the TikTok channel. Okay. They are on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, there's a new one that's come out that's, oh, really? um, about singular they. Singular they, yeah. Yeah, because students never use singular right, they because a, they don't learn it properly. You mean sort of like, oh, I spoke to someone, um, like, what did they say? Yeah, because like, we don't know who the someone is. You don't know if it's man, woman, whatever. It's just you'd say they yeah. when it's, you don't know if it's if it's he or she. Yeah, you, yes. don't, you have no idea. So, But because I think it's, especially because where we teach in France, the word someone in French is a masculine word. So automatically, if I say someone in French, quelqu'un, then the next time you use a, a pronoun you're going to use the male because the word quelqu'un is masculine yes so people bring that from their own first language and they automatically use he and people often treat he as the singular gender neutral but it's actually not we mm-hmm. use gender neutral they singular they all the time if you don't know the gender of the person you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah um so that video is really really fun to make that's on that's just been released it's on the youtube channel now so okay. if you look for mini English lessons, it's called She, He or They. Uh, British Council mini English lessons. Uh, every time I go into the British Council, <laughs> oh no, yeah. you go into reception, <laughs> right? You, I scan my card, the door unlocks, I go in, I say bonjour to the friendly people on reception. Yeah. Uh, open my bag so they can see that I've, I haven't got a bomb yeah. in there. And that's what they're looking for, right? Explosives. They're not looking so. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Why? What else are you bringing in? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just curious. Like, uh, remind me again what it is that uh, you're looking for. <laughs> Explosives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Whereas, Any kind of weapon. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, they do a security check. Yeah. And uh, and then like, you go in and there's the reception area where there's like a coffee machine and some chairs and stuff. And yeah. then there's a big screen, computer yeah. screen showing... Uh, these videos, these mini English lessons on a loop yeah. so that the, the students can sit and get the benefit of our teaching even outside of classroom yes. hours. And there's Kate Billington there explaining how All to form questions. Quasm. All the time. I'm always there. Because, you know... Qua- quasm. You, you have to explain that. I didn't oh, sorry. Just, I didn't just lose my mind <laughs> and just say quasm for no reason. Like, what, what happened to Luke? Quasm is um, is an acronym that yeah, you... Yeah, it's supposed... It, it helps you remember the structure of questions. Um, so, QW, meaning question word. A, meaning auxiliary. Subject. And then uh, S, meaning subject. And M, meaning main verb. So, what are you doing... Right? Is what, that, does that yeah. work? Is what that, is the question word? Yeah. R is the auxiliary. Yeah. U is the subject. Yeah. Doing is the main verb. What are you doing? Useful. It works for um, all main verbs except for the verb to be. Yes. Because yes. Uh, if you say who are you, then it's just question word, main verb, subject. Yeah. yeah. There's no auxiliary with be. It's a nice little simple structure that you can always kind of remember. Uh, yeah, it's handy. Know. That's why we made a mini English lesson. The mini English lessons are great. And they're, um, we made, I think there are about 30 of them. And they all cover a different little vocabulary point or language point or a grammar, pronunciation, 
Um, oh, we do that on the TikTok channel as well, pronunciation. Oh, yes. Oh, very important. Um, yes, they're all really good. Um, but something has happened at the British Council Paris for some reason where there are only about five mini English lessons playing on a loop. And on that screen. On that screen. And one of them is mine. Yes. So the odds of when you walk into the the... Building. reception the building the odds of you seeing my face on the screen are higher than they should be all the time every time i go to work it's almost every <laughs> it's every so, time it's so like, oh, there's kate again hello kate <laughs> teaching everyone about quasm one time i went in and there were new security guards and they were like um you know they, they said you know what do you want who are you and do I you said, work here yeah the, the- i said i work here but i've forgotten my badge and they were like oh well how do we know that you work here and i could i just pointed at the screen and was like well that's me and they were like Oh yeah, All right, yeah. yeah. come in, come in, come in. I've noticed their question <laughs> formation hasn't improved. Though. <laughs> the security guards—it's like they're not even paying attention. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? I feel sorry for them. Those six videos on a loop, five or six videos, constantly on loop. When we've got thirty that we could put up there, anyway. I've spoken to the the building manager about this, and she's going to be annoyed with me for putting it on the internet. John Hessian's mini English lesson is yeah, quite a is use, good. Yeah. It's a useful Using one, get. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, get, but uh, didn't he do? Is it him or is it Ian uh, who did the present perfect with for or since? Oh, that's Arnold. That was Arnold. Was that Arnold? Yeah, he's left now. Oh, right. But okay. that's not on um, the screen downstairs. They've got rid of that now. No, that was that's never been on uh, the screen. Really, downstairs. but there was one that was about four and since four for a period of time. Yeah. There goes no. the, <laughs> there goes Big Ben <laughs> again. Down in enthusiasm. The mug went on the table. Bong. Um, so four and since four for a period of time for four years. Yeah. And since S, the S on since is like for start point. I think the I is like a dot. And the I, the I has a dot, dot, like a point, dot a point to show in the time. start point. Yeah. I think you need to make this visual for your I learners. I think we just think need to let them watch them, that mini English yes. lesson. That one, I think, was never playing in the reception. As no, I've as seen remember. that. I've seen that. I've seen I've seen that. All right. Seen... <laughs> Sorry, I just got, got stuck in a loop like the, <laughs> really like the video. Like I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen that. I've seen that. I just became a bit, I don't know. Are you uh, sure you're not blood type B? <laughs> it's just um, when I get a certain amount of tea in me, then I switch to blood type B. It infects my like dream. So much you can become I, B positive. I get so much. Um, I don't know what is it like uh, caffeine in my bloodstream. Yeah, uh, that that my blood type shifts over to B. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe you've seen it on YouTube because no, I've we seen have it in reception. Some YouTube video, some <laughs> yeah. YouTube adverts. Yeah. Yeah, so I've sometimes s- you you start a YouTube video and you get an advert. I know where lessons. I am. Like I know, <laughs> I know I've seen it in reception. I, right. I know I might have seen it on YouTube as well. But um, I don't. Know I know when the that difference was. between standing in reception and standing in my kitchen. That was like, a long time ago. I guarantee <laughs> you, because that's not been on that screen for at least. Yeah, three it was a years. long time ago. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there you yeah, go. Just memory, I'm you know. I can, rem- I can remember. It's three years ago. It's not that long in the grand scheme of things in my long life. Yeah. Three true. years ago seems like just I three weeks. Three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. But the older you get, the better you get. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, I I believe you. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That's that was the TikTok thing. We're nearly finished. Okay. Like, Are we done talking about TikTok? We, um, oh yeah. Gosh, it's four o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually have to go and. Um, film some TikTok you um, do. videos. At your place or at the British Council? Do you have like a special uh, I'm place? going to a stage. A stage? I'm going to, so um, where a friend of mine runs comedy nights in Paris, ah. That the people who run that bar are very kindly allowing me to use their stage. Which, which place is it? Le Quibelé. 
Uh, it's very near here, conveniently. Uh, okay, which show? Which night? Blast off comedy. Blast off comedy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't done it. I haven't done it for a long time. I'm actually very out of the loop of stand-up comedy. Are you doing stand-up at the moment? Well, I did the New York comedy night Saturday night. Oh, not last cool. Saturday, the Saturday before that. Nice. I opened for Paul at um, La Cigale in front of uh, nearly two thousand people. I remember a that. Few was week- that. No, no, it was just oh, a few a weeks ago. Time. But there okay. was another one as well. So okay. it's like I hardly do that many. I, yeah. I don't do many comedy shows except when I do. I'm in front of like a, a thousand and a half people yeah. opening for Paul. So instead of doing like fifty people every week, I just wait and then just gather them all together, all of them at the same love time. In, I love that. Yeah. Um, so yes, I need to, I, but I absolutely must get back into doing stand-up again yeah. as soon I as think possible. We had this conversation last yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we did. Well, Kate, I think this Hello. is probably the end of the episode. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, uh, sure, sure. I think probably an hour and fifty-two minutes is probably a good. <laughs> Are you going to edit any of this down? I don't know. I might. Yeah, I might do a bit. But... I feel like. We should at least, can you like, because I, I did tell the people who are on the TikTok team with me that I would talk about TikTok on this. Yeah. Uh, and specifically about the British Council TikTok channel and mm-hmm. how you should all follow it. Every single one of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you don't have TikTok, get it now. Uh, was that subtle enough? That was that was quite prescriptive as oh. a as a promo, oh, okay. but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. You know, do you, it. People get like t- instructions. People yeah. like to know what to do. Look, if you if if you like Kate's content and yeah. and uh, not just the cakes that she makes, but uh, the TikTok um, talking that she uh, produces. Yeah. Uh, if you like Kate's uh, content, then you could find her on TikTok. She doesn't have her own podcast. She doesn't have a YouTube channel, but she does produce content on TikTok. I'm doing it again. You're doing the finger wagging. Was it was more of a Michael Caine kind of impression you did that last time oh god oh, look, she wasn't impressed you can tell <laughs> oh god you did that last why time why are so many people keen to do Michael Caine I don't know it's just easy it's e- I didn't I didn't really like I'm today I will do a Michael Caine impression it just, it just happened it just happened I'm sorry <laughs> alright um, so follow find uh, the British Council TikTok page and yeah. uh, follow it on TikTok. And I was going to, sorry, I was just saying I'm, I'm going to go to film some TikTok videos, but I didn't explain what they were going to be. Yeah, go on. Which is, that they're going to be uh, me telling jokes. <coughs> sort of yeah. classic English jokes. Yeah. I mean, when I say classic, I mean the, the sort of bad jokes that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And then explaining the jokes. Okay. Which I think is great because when I am studying a foreign language, if I understand a joke, I always feel like I am the champion of the world. Yeah. Because it's really hard to understand jokes in a foreign language. Oh, yeah. You know? know. I'm I'm well aware of that. Yeah. It's kind of one of my things on the Yeah, Yeah, well, you do it, but I'm going to do it in TikTok video form. You're going to do it better. I'm just going to do it, you know, in a more concise and snappy (laughs) way. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to take 90 minutes. No, I'm not. It will be less than one minute per joke. Okay. To explain them all. There you go. To tell and explain the joke will be less than one minute per video. That's impressive. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. So I've, I've now... Um, I, I've now set myself the challenge, but I reckon that's doable. I think it's doable. I've done a draft and it was less than a minute. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. So you, if you want to know how it went, obviously the only solution is to get TikTok and find and find the British Council and follow us. And specifically, any video that I'm in should get a like and a comment. Just saying. <laughs> and a share, like, subscribe, comment, all of those good things. Yeah, everything. 
everything. Uh, Kate, thank you very much for coming back on the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me back. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's a, been a really joy. good fun. I would like to come back again yeah, in yeah. less than two years. It is an open invitation. Yay! But like I said before, I just feel like inviting you back, I feel like I'm asking you to do me a favour. I do really enjoy it, though. Yeah, OK. It's but nice. Just, it makes me feel wanted. Please feel welcome. Thanks, you are, you are wanted. The audience enjoys listening to That's you. That's very kind. Yeah, popular. Popular thank guest. You. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. Love it. All right. right, It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks very much. So there you go. About two hours of conversation with the brilliant Kate Billington. Kate Brilliant-ington, as she could be called, but no one's ever going to say that, are they? Except me. Kate Brilliant-ington. Hmm. I don't know what I'm going to call this episode. Obviously, you're listening to it now. So at some point between the moment I'm recording this and the moment that you started listening to it, at some point in between, I did name the episode. I wonder what catchy title I've come up with. The working title is simply Kate Billington 3. But that's not exactly the sort of clickbait, is it, that is going to make everyone click on this episode. Kate Billington 3. I mean, you know, if it works for... Films, you know, like uh, Rocky Three or other films. It's not just the Rocky franchise. Ah, oh dear. I think I might redo this ending. Shall I? Shall I redo the ending? Nah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, so it's it's been nearly two hours. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you again to Kate Billington for her third appearance on this podcast. And she does have an open invitation to be on the show, which means that uh, she's welcome to come back anytime. And I will invite her more often. I mean, <laughs> I always say that, don't I? Oh, I'll invite her back. And then like nine years later, she returns. But uh, I must have Kate back um, on a more regular basis. There's lots of things I must do. Lots of things I say, oh, I really should do this. I must do that. Yeah, then life just kind of gets in the way, doesn't it? Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that long episode. As ever, let us know your thoughts by writing them using words, English words, preferably, in the comments section. Where's the comments section, Luke? Probably on my website. By the way, when you write a comment on my website, you don't need to be a registered user of the Discus Discus. It's Discuss, isn't it? That's the name of the comment system. You don't need to be a regular um, signed up member of uh, the Discuss comment system plugin on my website. You can you can leave a comment as a guest if you prefer. You don't have to be a uh, you don't have to have an account. Does that make sense? Rambling so much here, like adding rambling onto rambling, like a big rambling um, sandwich with rambling, and then in the middle, rambling, and then rambling on the top, just a huge sandwich full of ramble ham, ramble ham. Big ramble ham sandwich here. Anyway, you can leave your comments in the comments section on my website. You don't need to sign in or sign up. You can leave your comments as a guest if you prefer. And if you do that, you will be given a little ninja icon as a as a sort of uh, avatar next to your comment to show that you are an LEP ninja. Any ninjas out there? Hello, ninjas. Yes, I know you're out there hiding in the shadows, just listening. And even now, I just mention your name and you disappear into the shadows. Anyway, I know that you're all out there, ninjas or hidden listeners. Uh, 
Um, leave your comments in the comments section. It's always nice to uh, get um, uh, responses from, from you out there. And you can always email me as well if you prefer the anonymity or the privacy of email. You can always send me an email, luketeacher at hotmail.com. Yes, I'm still using Hotmail. Um, don't forget to check out Kate's TikTok videos on the British Council English account on TikTok. Okay, just go into TikTok and search for British Council English and you can find her content there. It's also, a lot of it's on YouTube as well. If you uh, search YouTube for British Council mini English lessons, you'll find uh, those videos that we were talking about. Some nice, useful, bite-sized videos with helpful little bits of advice about um, learning this wonderful language that we call English. Um, I'll put links and videos and stuff on the page for this episode on my website. Okay. Wow, we've just passed the two-hour mark. Okay, we're, we're into the long grass here, aren't we, with this episode. I think it's time I wrapped things up. I just wanted to say um, that uh, there are there are new premium episodes available for you now, just in case you didn't notice. I don't know how many people are actually still alive while listening to this. There's probably only a handful of people who are still conscious that are actually getting this message. Maybe I should have said this right at the beginning, but there's new premium content available for you. Storytime episodes have been uploaded, so check them out if you are a premium subscriber. Just go into your uh, podcast app of choice, the one that you are already in while listening to this, and scroll back through the list of episodes. And if you've added, if you've done the voodoo magic of adding Luke's English Podcast Premium to your podcast app on your phone, then you will see those episodes there for you. And if you if you haven't done the, the, the amazing magic trick of adding the premium episodes to your podcast list, it's, it's really not that difficult. Just go to my website and in the premium menu, you'll find uh, a page which explains exactly how to do that. Okay. Otherwise, just sign into your premium account on Acast Plus by going to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium and then log in and then just follow the, the instructions, uh, uh, you know, where it says add show to podcast app. Just do that. And that's definitely the best way to do it. I can't go into ex- exactly how to add <laughs> LEP premium to a podcast app on your phone. I can't start talking about that now after two hours. We'll be here all day or all night or just, you know, whatever, all year. Okay, but anyway, premium episodes are available for you. Storytime episodes, true stories about my life with uh, language practice exercises and pronunciation practice and all the rest of it. Okay, okay. All right, then. That's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for surviving all the way to this point. I don't know why I'm thanking you because, you know, those of you who are still listening are probably going, it's fine, Luke, it was great. Why are you thanking me for... It's like me giving you a gift and then saying thank you for the fact that you've, you 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 received this gift. I don't know. Never mind. Let's not worry ourselves about all those complicated things right now. And let's just say, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed making it. I enjoyed presenting it to you. And um, it would make me happy if you also enjoyed receiving it. And um, there we go. Don't forget to be excellent to each other out there in the world, if that is humanly possible. And be excellent to yourself too. And have a lovely day, morning, night, evening, 
um, late evening, early afternoon, whatever the time period that you're existing in right now, I hope that it's fairly pleasant for you. And I hope that this podcast has helped to make a, a difference to that in a, in a positive way. I'm going to stop talking now. Um, you finished the, the, the ramble ham sandwich there. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Digest now. Swallow, digest. And well, whatever comes later, you can deal with that yourself in your own time. Uh, but for now, it's just time for me to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.